what running back did the Bills draft? Uh, Cook. James Cook. James Cook. James Cook. James Cook. Yeah, Dalvin's yeah. little brother. I think that's a good pick, to be honest. Yeah, I great like that. pick. Great yep. pick. He's a receiving back. I didn't have to like reach or anything. Group. I'm trying to remember the who the fuck the Bills picked. I'm trying to figure out who are draft losers. So I already know who I think are winners, but yeah, I know it's easy to find the winners on that. Like, I don't I think anybody be- really. I don't think anybody really lost. I think there was just people who like didn't like win the most. The fucking Panthers are losers. What? Yeah, what are you talking about? Bro, they could have grabbed their guy so many times. They didn't grab. I don't think. What guy? The quarterback. Yeah, the quarterback. Bro, obviously if Malik Willis is falling like that. Like they had chances to grab him, and they didn't grab him for a reason. Like he did was they, there. Did they they grabbed Corral, right? Yeah. And I okay. think Corral, okay. Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, Desmond Ritter, and Sam Howell, they're all the same bet. Like, yeah. yeah. Like you can't like you can't lose picking a like you only lost because you picked the quarterback in this draft. It doesn't matter who you pick. Well, I don't think you lost. Except for the Patriots. Except for the Patriots think... picking Bailey Zappi instead of Carson Strong. And you just drafted Mac Jones. I can't believe they took him over Howell. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was crazy. That blew me. I don't know. The Patriots had some really questionable picks this. The this Patriots, goal. absolutely, yeah. Their first rounder, uh, what's his name? Cole Strange. Yeah. Even the second round, did but they go with the receiver? The, uh, the, only thing with the, the only thing with the Patriots draft is, like, I'm never gonna. I'm never gonna count out yeah. for Belichick. Fucking exactly. Like, I can't count. I can't count that out. <laughs> like Bill knows something. Honestly, I think the Cardinals are a bit of a, a bit of a loser in this. Yeah, we need we need a new name for How? the basketball podcast because there's already an 808s and fast breaks podcast. Oh, sure. uh, damn! That means we need to change the intro. Uh, well, from now okay. on. Well, say- from now oh, on, man. I mean, if the 808s and Fast Breaks podcast wants to square up about our first few videos, we can we can meet somewhere. You think the Cardinals lost, Cully? I think so. I think they had a lot more needs to address in the draft other than receiver. They got Hollywood Brown. I mean, yeah, he's a great NFL player, but I think they could have addressed the defense. Uh, I, uh, all right, all right. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I didn't think they, have a, I mean, they had a great draft, but I mean, no. There were, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Losers in this draft, far and few. There's not a lot of losers. Yeah. The, the only thing I'm gonna say is that, I mean, it's it's that college chemistry. Like. That's fair. That's fair. Marquise Brown, Kyler Murray, like they're they're dogs. Like, they're did Hollywood friends. play with Murray, or did Hollywood leave the same year Baker left? They played Oklahoma yeah, together. They yeah, they were played together. Marquise Brown was Kyler Murray's dude. I mean, he was Baker's dude. I can already hear Gus Johnson. 
<laughs> I can already hear that. All right. What what order do you guys want to go? Uh, for winners. Uh, yeah, I, I'll go last. I don't think okay. y'all picking my two teams, anyways. Okay. Oh wait. So we going? We going like two, two, two or we going one, 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 one? Like one, 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 one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll go last because yeah. So whoever wants to go first, second, and third. Uh, I'll just start it off with the Giants then because I think they're okay. First okay, right. we'll, we'll we'll get into the podcast right. I was okay, just I'll, 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 I'll get I'll get I'll get I'll get third. I'll get third then. Okay, Kelly will go second. All right. Ayo, <laughs> it's the podcast coming at you live with another episode of Show Me Your TDs, where we'll be talking about the NFL draft and what we thought of it. Who we um, thought and lost. Yeah, winners and losers. All right, so we're just going to take a turn. I mean, get taking who we think is the winners. We're going to go in an order. You can't pick the same team the person before you picked. Start off with Dev, and then Cully, and then Raiden, and then me. Yeah, my first winner is going to have to be the Giants. Just And this is honestly purely off those first two picks. Evan Neal, uh, yeah, Evan Neal and uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, those are two guys that up, like, up until, like, Really, like the final month of the draft, like either one of those guys were seen as one or twos overall. So for them, for the Giants to get both of those guys at five and seven, I think that was really impressive. Um, I say it's mostly off their first round just because I wasn't really impressed by their uh, day two and day three picks. But I think just the weight of those guys alone, uh, it adds immediate uh, value to their team and they can make immediate impacts right away. Um, my pick has to be the Jets. Jets are notorious for screwing up draft night. Um, but round one alone could honestly flip their team into um, top three contention in their division. I mean, they got Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson, and Jermaine Johnson. Um, hard to mess up three first round draft picks, and they did a great job. Yeah. All right, and then uh, my my winner is uh, my my winner is totally dependent on I mean my, my winner is the Baltimore Ravens and it's totally dependent on if Lamar Jackson did not get too upset by the trade of Marquise Brown but they drafted Kyle Hamilton which is I mean we, we've talked about him on the podcast he's probably like top three on most of our big boards they also got a unanimous all-american Tyler Linderbaum and they got David Ojabo off the edge like and then they also got Travis Jones like they're their first two rounds, their first three rounds, very impressive. They just they just went with best man available, and it paid off for them. My winner, much like Cully's known for bad draft picks, I got the Detroit Lions, my team. And watching this year's draft, I think it's one of the first drafts I was very excited about. I mean, we got Aiden Hutchinson, who was probably the best player in the draft at number two. We traded up to get Jamison Williams. Um, and – I think we honestly won because we didn't try to jump on a quarterback this year and we're sticking to our roots and trying to get one next year. And we just made sure to build up on our needs, getting D linemen, linebackers and safeties while also getting a playmaker in Jamison Williams. Uh, can we talk about a little bit of each other's winners or? Yeah, we can yeah, talk about it. 
right now, I guess, and then go into the second round after. I mean, yeah. So I'm just gonna touch on like a little bit for the Lions. I think Carter's right, and like they really is for. I think this can go for any team too. Like reaching on a quarterback is not ideal, and that could possibly like help you to lose in the draft. I think. I think that's how I was looking at it. And by the uh, Bron- uh not Broncos, sorry, the Lions like waiting and then grabbing. Did they wait? Did they grab a quarterback at all? Mm-mm. Not at all. Jared Goff, baby. I mean, we, we, <laughs> he's been to the Super Bowl, so it's not like he's like incapable of winning. You know what I mean? So it's not like you're in a dire need at quarterback. <laughs> Nobody can accuse you of tanking with Jared Goff at QB. Yeah. You know I think this is. I think this is back to back years where the Lions have had a pretty competent draft. And. Yeah. and- Jared Goff's not that bad. I mean, our team had a bad record, but I mean, it looked worse than it was. We were close in a lot of games, and we just built up the defense, which was our weak point, and we added a whole other playmaker to Jared Goff to use on that offense. I hope we still yeah, take. I mean, yeah, like they're 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 building something good over there. Um, if Jeff Okuda can pan out, I mean, Pene Sewell looking like that dude. Uh, Jamison Williams. I, I think I think a lot of it depends on how Jamison Williams is going to do, because trading up to what was it twelve to grab him? I feel like, like yes, that's where he was going to go. Someone was going to trade up for him. Someone was going to get him at twelve or thirteen. But for the Lions to trade up to do that, like when I when I first saw that, like I was I like I did not believe what I just saw. <laughs> I was shitting. I thought we were gonna draft Malik Willis at twelve. I was kind of, kind of. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. When, when you when you go in with the expectation of like, oh man, they're gonna draft Malik Willis, and you see that they got Jameson Williams. Like, yeah, you gotta be happy. But it's like I did. I do. I don't think receiver was a position of need. I think they had a lot of other needs which they could have addressed with thirty four and thirty two. Um. I, mean, I we didn't have 34 32. Oh, yeah, we traded it. Yeah. You're talking yeah, about the trade-up. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I was under the impression that the Lions were working to develop Amon Ross St. Brown. They got DJ Chark. And they have uh, Khalif Raymond. And, like, like yes, it's not, that's not a receiving core that's going to win you championships. But there were so many other, like, needs that could have been addressed. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy with. It. I mean, you take a, <laughs> you take a receiver away from someone in your division. I mean, I'm happy with that. <laughs> um, I think. Then, uh, yeah, continue. You can continue. No, I, 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 I wanted. I wanted to. I mean, I was gonna move on. So I was okay. gonna move on to talk about another yeah. thing. But if you wanted to talk, you can go ahead. No, I'm just gonna touch on uh, them moving up. See, that's the thing, though. It depends how. Jameson really turns out because I agree with Raiden. It didn't seem like that wide receiver room needed an extra guy, especially if you're trading every year 34. What else did they give away for it? It was like another, 32, 32 and 34. So, like, I don't know. That's like two potential filling of needs that you could have had there at those two spots that Jameson Williams took away. But at the end of the day, it's just going to be in hindsight, really, when we really find out. So, I think Cully left out Brees Hall when he was talking about the Jets. I think that was a great pick yes. as well for them. Yes. I did that out. That is a good pick. Their, their, first, their first four picks, all guys who can be starters. Yep. Yeah. Um, Damn. And I think I think Brees Hall is 
probably, I mean, not the most notable, but probably going to be the least talked about because, like, yes, the Jets did draft Michael Carter in last year's draft, but he didn't really show, like, signs of, like, any any real, like, competent- competency. But that was because when he was at uh, UNC, he had Javante Williams. They had that one-two punch. Now they have Brees Hall and Michael Carter is that one-two punch. I think, I think. I think Michael Carter is going to benefit from this. I think Brees Hall is going to look real good. And then, like, yeah, they got three potential top ten guys in the first round. Yeah. There's another team that I want to talk about. Um, if you guys want to do another round of – We are. We're just talking about the yeah, first I round mean, picks. Right? Yeah, no, I, I don't have a lot of teams, that's why. Yeah, no, no I, wanted to talk, I wanted to talk about – I just wanted to talk about the Giants, like, really quickly. Um <laughs> Because, like, I, I do agree that the with five and seven taking Kayvon Thibodeau and Evan Neal, I think that was great. No. However, I mean, you can't go wrong in the top 10. Like, I mean, I mean, like, yeah, you can't, you can't really go wrong, but the I was really like, I really hated the pick of Wandale Robinson at 11. Mm-hmm. Um, like, in the they, second, like, yeah, they yeah in the second round because. Because, like, one, they have – like, they drafted Kadarius Tony. Like, yes, there are some doubts on, like, him playing for the Giants next year. But, like, word is that he's coming back. You have Kenny Galladay under this massive contract. You might as well try to make that work. Uh, like, receiver, not a huge need. But even if that is the position they wanted to address, there's still guys like John Mechie and George Pickens and – Alec Pierce and Sky Moore that were still yeah, on the I board when when one when uh Wandale Robinson he's five eight one seven he's five eight one seventy eight uh like he he's tiny and he doesn't have like Tyreek Hill speed where like if, if you're that small it'll pay off um and when when you when you grab a guy in the second round over guys like George Pickens and Alec Pierce and Sky Moore who's projected, like, because Wondell Robinson, he was projected to go fifth, fourth, fifth round. Um, I told, I totally didn't understand that pick. And I know the Giants were one of my winners, but then they went up, uh, they got, I forget his first name, but it was a, it was like a nickel uh, corner out of LSU lot. And that didn't yeah. make sense to me flot, either. Flot. I, yeah. Oh, flot. thank you. And I thought they were, other corners on the board that were still better than him at that spot. So that also didn't make any sense to me either. Mm-hmm. I just thought the weight of their first round picks could help them win more games this season. And I think, yeah. So as far as like yeah, so, winning from the draft, I think they'll still win from the draft, but they could have done better. Yeah. And one thing that I really liked is um, Kayvon Thibodeau. His main critique is that uh, he was like really cocky and like, he was all about the money and all that stuff. So the Giants were smart taking him at five because like five rather than seven, because he gets that extra signing bonus. And like the Giants showed that he's there, dude, he was their first pick. So he's got to be happy. Uh, that's probably the best thing that they could have done. There's, there's speculation that somebody really, that somebody from the Giants office purposefully released the, their interview with Thibodeau, um, to make it to make him fall to them at five, which I think honestly, if that's true, is a genius play. Because he could, yeah. he could yeah. honestly be player like player one out of this draft class in a few years. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they got arguably because I mean the top three DNs were like going back and forth yeah. the whole time. So they got arguably the best edge rusher in the draft and the Are arguably you, the best offensive tackle in the draft. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And it's hard, it's hard to go takes... wrong with, with no matter what else you pick to become a loser when you have those two guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And Kayvon t- plays in big games, and it's perfect because the Giants don't play in big games. <laughs> 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 All right, so we'll, we'll kick off the second round. Dev, you want to start it off? Um, yeah, sure. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Um, yeah. <laughs> they ended up going Trent McDuffie at 21. I thought that was an awesome pick. I didn't think he was going to fall that far, and I think he could be one of the best corners in this draft, even with Ahmad and Stingley going in the top 10. I think that McDuffie's probably the better value at 21 out of all three of those corners. Um, they ended up grabbing – they got Sky Moore, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they got Chiefs, Sky Moore. Yeah, yeah. They got Sky Moore. I thought that he was a guy that was still on the board fairly late for where he was projected to go to, so I thought they got, got, I thought they got good value there. They got a hard-working edge rusher in Karlaftis. I think that's going to help them out tremendously. Um, yeah, that's why I have Chiefs as winners. Good values, um, their picks. My second winner, I mean, it has to be the Eagles. Has to be the Eagles. Not only did they get their guy through a trade, AJ Brown, who arguably could be a top 10 receiver this year. Um, they also get Jordan Davis at 13, which is a perfect pick. They needed to address the defense. They go center, second round. Um, and then, honestly, my steal of the draft has to be N'Kobe Dean at 83. I was huge in N'Kobe Dean. Um, falling to 83, I know he's got that shoulder rumor, but, uh, I mean, come on. They're going to regret <laughs> – people are going to regret passing N'Kobe Dean. He had the highest player rating in – as even though he was taken in the third round, higher than anybody taken in the second round. So, I don't know. All right. Now, um – all right, well, I, I, got, I got two that I could potentially talk about, but just because it's Cody, I'm going to talk about the Vikings. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, but the, I, I like the Vikings draft. I mean, I like the Vikings draft because they got – like they didn't have a lot of value to begin with, but they traded back multiple times throughout the drafts to pick up like additional picks. They grabbed Lewis Seen at the end of the first round. They grabbed Andrew Booth, who's also supposed to be a first rounder. They grabbed Ed, Ed Ingram, who was one of my favorite guards in the draft. Brian Osamoa, who was one of my favorite linebackers in the draft. Like, uh, I think I think they just got a lot of value for not starting off with a lot. I'm going to go um, – my other winner is the Falcons. I mean, you came in with – their three biggest needs, and I think they addressed it all. Um, you got Drake London, a wide receiver, um, arguably the best receiver in the draft. Fits fits what they're trying to do very well. Great with Kyle Pitts. They got Ibukite, the DN. Um, he's a solid pick. Like honestly, he was a French first rounder, and they got him in the early second. Um, I was kind of thrown off with Troy Anderson at inside backer, compared especially with the guys that were still on the board there. But I mean, at the end of the second round, I don't know if that was too bad. And they got their guy, Desmond Riddler, who in the third round, who most a lot of people thought they'd grab a lot higher than that. So 
I think they walked out of here as winners. I'm going to swing back to the Chiefs because there are some picks that uh, I didn't like. Yeah, you, you left off a lot. Day was- two, Leo Schoen. I brought him up in the last mock. Yep. I thought he was, his film was great. I thought his measures, measurables were great. They addressed offensive lineman Darian Kennard, who fell all the way to the fifth round when early in the draft process they had him going second, even late first sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then I think one of the names that we're going to hear, like even throughout the season, although he drafted in seventh, Isaiah Pacheco out of Rutgers, he was probably like one of the stars on Rutgers' team. And like, I mean, I know that's not saying much, but if you're putting up numbers in the Big Ten, that has to tell something. It has to tell some type of story. So I think we'll end up seeing production from their seventh-round pick, which is crazy to say. I think they have two second-round picks we could see production from. I mean, my steal of the draft is Jalen Watson at corner because who I felt like – I mean, I was playing alongside. I went to the games against the Pac-12. He was shutting down Pac-12 wide receiver ones the same way McDuffie and the guys from Washington were. I just don't think he got a lot of love being out there. Um, But I think he could easily be – the steal of the draft this year playing corner. He's 6'2", 210, very physical, and can run. Yeah, and I mean, the the Chiefs grabbed four guys that were at some point mocked to be in the first round uh, with Trent McDuffie, Carl Aftis, Sky Moore, and Leo Chanel. Like, four, all four of those guys have been in the first round in many mock drafts. Um, so I think, yeah, it, it was crazy what they did. And it was all it was all p- positions of need too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, I I did want to talk about just the the other team that I was debating between talking about for 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 this little segment. Uh, this I think the Seattle Seahawks had a great draft as well. Um, I, I don't know I, I do I don't know if you'd agree with me, Kali, because I mean that is your team. I'm surprised you didn't talk about them. Um, I think it was a good enough draft. I think there were definitely better teams that had a better draft. Um, I don't hate it. I know it's kind of a boring draft from the Seahawks. They got two early picks for O-line, which is a necessity for us, obviously. But I was looking forward to maybe seeing more of a, a skill player early in the draft. Um, but honestly, it was, it was well done by the Seahawks front office. Yeah, because, I mean, to me, they grabbed – I mean, Charles, Charles, Charles Cross. I mean, those top three old, uh, yeah. offensive tackles. Either either one of them could have been the best in the class. Uh, it was just, it was just really boring. It was fundamental yeah, okay. drafting. Yeah, but like Boy biggest... we've talked about him. Yeah, uh, like he could have gone first round too. Kenneth Walker is the best running back in the draft. Um, Carter Carter has talked about Abraham Lucas and how he how good he is in the pass protection. Kobe Bryant could have been. A second round pick as well. Tariq Woolen could have been a second round pick. Yeah, um, I think all of these guys are going to be be able to develop well under Pete Carroll. Like just the way that Kobe Bryant and Tariq Woolen play, I think I think they're going to be able to do well. Yeah. Um, a team I thought like because this team can go either way. That's why I didn't want to throw them on the list. But I thought the Titans, if like the AJ Brown trade was pretty bad, but I mean I think the Titans, if you just look at the draft they had, had a really solid draft. Because, like, you grab Chillin Burks, he's not A.J. Brown. At least has, he has to prove it first. But, like, oh, yeah, I think that's a very – Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a very good pick. Like, if you 
not even talking about AJ Brown, just their draft. Traylon Burks is a good pick. You got McCurry at cornerback, and you got the guy to replace Ryan Tannehill. Even could take over and Malik Willis, who's in the third, who was projected as the best quarterback in the draft. Yeah, and then one one underrated pick by the Titans that I liked was Kyle Phillips out of UCLA, receiver. Mm-hmm. He he's a dog. Like I mean, I watched some of his highlights. It seemed like any ball thrown his way, it didn't matter how many people were on him. Like even though he's little, he would go up and grab it. Uh, and he's fast. Like, yeah, <laughs> and he's fast as hell. Yeah, his special teams or the, his special teams potential is uh through the roof as well. What um what round did they grab Kyle Phillips in? I'm not familiar. The fifth. Uh, the, fi- the fifth. Yeah. See, that's great value to me. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. I guess losers. Losers. Losers is tough. Dev, you want to start off? Yeah, I'm gonna go with my Cowboys just because I thought it was a super boring like draft for them. None of the I mean like out of all the receivers we got, we got Jalen Tolbert. It's like uh like I'm not excited about that. The Tyler Smith at uh from out of Tulsa in the first round is just like Linda Baum still there. That's he's definitely the best guy available if you want to go O line. We need a center. Um so just like questionable for me, but I don't know. Just as a Cowboys fan, you got to be your toughest critic. So, like, that's just where I'm coming from. It just didn't seem like we're going to get much production out of this draft other than, like, the Tyler Smith, which I'm – we still could have got Linderbaum there who would have been better production. But, yeah, it's whatever. Um, this is a tough one. I'm probably going to go with the Bears. Um, I mean, this was a wide receiver, heavy class, a lot of talent. And they ended up with wide receiver 14 off the board. Um, the roster right now consists of Byron Pringle and Equiminius St. Brown. I mean, I know, Mooney. come on. I mean, Mooney's there, but you need that guy for Justin Fields. He's already struggling last year. Um, and they went two DBs in the second round. So, yeah. All right. And then I'm going to go with the. Washington Commanders. Um, they traded down from 11 with the Saints, where they let the Saints grab Chris Olave. I know that the Commanders had interest in Olave, as he was one of the first uh, players they brought in for for uh, for an interview. Um, so they had interest in Olave. So if they're going to trade down to pick a receiver, they could have just done that. Um, picking John Dodson at 16, I think that was a lo- that was that was a reach, and then. The, the value they got out of them trading down, it just it, like it it didn't like nothing really worked equated. for either. Yeah. Yeah, nothing really equated because in, in the second round, like like it didn't even matter what position you wanted to address at that point. Um they drafted what is his name? Mathis, the d- defensive tackle out of Alabama. And then like they they just really didn't do anything else with the rest of the draft. Like yes, they drafted Sam Howell late, which which probably was like the only thing that saved them from being my absolute loser, but I like, like I, I don't I don't see any any picks here that are like redeeming of them trading down 
where they were they didn't grab the guy that they could have like where they didn't grab the guy that they wanted. Um, my loser for this draft is probably the Steelers to me. It's just their draft board makes no sense to me. Like, so they're high on Kenny Pickett and they picked him in the first round at 20. When, when I watched the draft, they could have got him later, which is an overdraft for me. And if you're picking a quarterback that you're super confident in at 20, that high, why are you picking another quarterback in the seventh? Um, I felt like they had needs on the O line, which they didn't address. And they grabbed good receivers, but I mean, I'm not high on Kenny Pickett. I'm not high on Mitch Trubisky. Like, are they even going to get him the ball? And I just felt like they did not fill everything they did need. Can I eat anything I get on Uber? Shit <laughs> <laughs> the fuck out of me, bro. Pop-up ads are ridiculous. Scared me, bro. That came from you. Pop-up ads are ridiculous. No, but yeah, just just expanding on the steel. Or were you done, Carter? Like, yeah. If you want to, oh yeah, yeah. No, just to expand on the Steelers. I mean, just the way that the draft panned out, like it made them look real stupid. Because yeah, yeah they drafted Kenny Pickett at twenty, and the next quarterback wasn't taken until pick seventy four. Yeah, in the yeah. third round. Um. So yeah, all, like ultimate reach. If you, I mean, if you just look at how other teams were weighing these quarterbacks and then and it could have yeah, been worse like, mm-hmm. i heard they were trying to trade up for kenny pickett exactly <laughs> i i heard i heard they're trying to trade up for him yeah honestly honestly they want they want their that their gm's trading seals were just that bad <laughs> who did Cully? you said who was your loser i'm sorry You don't have Raiden, you have no belief in Sam Howell for the for the commanders? I mean, like sh- sure, it, it it was sort of redeeming for them to, because it was like good, decent value. Um wasn't he wasn't he chosen over wasn't he chosen over Corral or no? He was the farthest Howell, from the fall. Howell, that's he right, was that's the one right, the Patriots right. took. Yeah. What's his name yeah. over? Yeah, they took Bailey Zappi over him. That's right. But um, I mean, like it's like good value, sure. Carson Wentz's contract is up next year, um, like sure. But then, like they they traded down. If, if they could have grabbed Jameson Williams or Chris Olave at that pick, or even even Traylon Burks, if they were gonna do that. But they yeah, traded but, down to pick up a receiver who still probably wasn't even worth the value at that pick. Yeah, I feel you. But I, I like their Brian Robinson draft too, draft pick too. Because I mean, really, he's a workhorse at Bama. When, when has a workhorse at Bama at least not been a viable running back in the NFL? I, I was it's also, viable. Yeah, I was. I was also about to talk about that because, like, yeah, he's 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 a big body. He's the downhill runner, but. It's such a crowded running back room over there. Like Antonio Gibson, like, like yeah, he's he's that dude already in the Commanders. Like, that that's their offense. JD McKissick, he's their receiving back. Like, it's 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 just crowded back there. It is, but I mean, you take Brian Robinson. I think he's a good value, especially in the third round. And if he turns out to be good, you don't even have to resign Antonio Gibson, man. <laughs> Ship him out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, and Antonio Gibson, and then... And Dotson, like, like, yeah, a lot of people think it's an overdraft, but I mean... I think he's in that first tier of wide receivers in this class where he has the potential to still pop and be a really good receiver. But no, I understand I the mean, hate on the commander's yeah, no, draft from everybody. Yeah, no, it, it was just because if they were going to pick a receiver in the first round, they were in a position to do it, and they didn't really do anything after they traded down. Like, they didn't – like, the value that they got from trading down five picks to select the worst receiver – didn't really turn into anything. What else did they get in that trade? Um, they got um, a third rounder and a fourth rounder. So they used it to pick Brian Robinson, and I think they tr- I think they traded away the other one. I mean, they're getting yeah. more picks. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The com- the commanders kind of just look lost, lost to me. But no, I mean, I, uh, I completely agree with the Cowboys one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah, with the Cowboys, and I feel like there's another team that we didn't touch on as coming off of a loser. Oh wait, we we, we got to go another round, another bro. Round. We still got another round. Oh, oh, oh okay, round. okay, 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 okay. All right, then I'm gonna start yeah. off this with the Pats because what in the world was that? <laughs> It was just confusing. Yeah. It was super confusing because, like, I mean, obviously, I don't work in that war room or whatever they got going on over there, but it just wasn't – to everybody else's common knowledge, the people that they were drafting at those spots were going to be there in the round after type thing. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't think anybody – what's his name? Sean McVay was talking about this. He was like, Cole Strange, we had looking, we were looking for him in round three at pick 104 yeah. type yeah. He went off the board at 20 – what was it? 20, 23, I think. 23? Yeah, 23. And I'm just like, whoa. And then Bailey Zapp over Sam Howell. I, I don't think a lot of people have had that happening. Tyquan Thornton in the second. Like, that's a that's a um, big that player kind of guy. Like, he might be the next best receiver or he might just end up being one of those Nikhil Harry selections. Um. Yeah, it was just a tough one for me, but as Raiden said before, it's just hard to like go against what Bill Pel- Belichick has in store or like what his plans are. So we never know what it the Patriots. But I think that was an obvious loser for me. Um, my second loser would probably be the Colts. They didn't do anything too bad. They just didn't do anything redeeming. Um, they had a big trade. Um in the offseason, but I just – I don't think they really addressed anything they needed too much. They grabbed two D linemen, a tackle, two tight ends. Like, I mean, they don't really have too much t- too many tight ends rostered, but Jelani Woods at 73 I think was a bit of a reach. Um, they did grab Alec Pierce. I'm not huge on him. However, it does help their offense. They don't have much of a passing offense currently. Um, but I just don't think there was anything too crazy about it. I think a lot of the like the tight end stuff and Alec Pierce have to do with Matt Ryan moving to yeah. Indianapolis. They just want to help him out, get him like some weapons around the offense, and like I don't know, just make him feel like protected and just have him in a good mindset going into the season. But I agree with you. I don't think Alec Pierce was, especially when you have Michael Pittman and a guy that kind of like 
not similar to Alec Pierce, but same size and like stuff. So it didn't really make sense. They needed somebody to accent him better. Yeah. I was hoping they would go with Michael Pittman as a 1A, 1. I, I mean, I can't even see Michael Pittman as a, a 1 receiver, though. That's the thing. Yeah. And I can see Alec Pierce as a 1 receiver, too. I mean, either. So that's the thing. Yeah. Uh, and I think I mean, there's other guys at that spot that could have went. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll expand on – I mean, I, I, I do want to circle back to the Colts uh, after we all review our second round of losers. But, I mean, this one's kind of tough for me to say just because, like, I think that they had a decent draft. But I think the Jaguars are losers simply because they drafted Trayvon Walker at one instead of Aiden Hutchinson. That was ridiculous. Um, um, like, uh, I'm totally not sold on any of the Trayvon Walker hype. Like, yes, he had a good combine. Yes, he had a good pro day. But like he didn't, he hasn't proven anything. And if you're a number one, if you have the number one overall pick, gotta you be can't really, yeah, you can't really draft based on what you think might happen. Versus you have a guy in Aiden Hutchinson who like blew up the college football like atmosphere, and he still had great measurables during the combine and in his pro day and all of that. Um, but like it, it's it's hard for me to say because I mean I like the Devin Lloyd pick I like I liked how they took uh, Chad Moma in the third round, um, but yeah it really was just them taking Trayvon Walker at one. I agree. Um, my my loser is the Dolphins. Um, there's not much here, and when you have four picks in the draft and you're a team that made a big time trade for a wide receiver to try and become one of those contenders. These four picks do matter. Like, you got to fill needs, and linebacker was a need. And Tyndale is all right, but there's not a lot of film there. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I did not like that pick. Their other linebacker in the seventh, I never heard of. And then your other two picks, you go receiver and quarterback. When I feel like you have Tua as your guy, so that was a wasted pick. And you already have a wide receiver room that you should be confident in after trading for Tyreek. So, why don't you go defense where you need, need help? for all four picks. Right, I can't hear you. Yeah, I think. Oh. My bad. Okay, and especially, too, is the pick right after they took Channing Tindall was Leo Chanel, who could have gone in the first round. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <coughs> but, um, yeah, no, I did, I did want to circle back to the Colts because, I mean, I – Personally, I did like the Alec Pierce. I mean, there there were other receivers that could have been taken in this spot, but with them taking Jelani Woods with their next pick, that just showed that just showed me that they want to be <laughs> that team in the red zone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, and I like the Colts draft. I mean, Bernard. Ryan- Raymond was someone I had projected going in the early second round, like first 10 picks in the second, and they got him in the third, which I thought was a really good value. And Nick Cross, who's a safety I'm pretty high on. Yes. Like, I felt like they didn't mess up this draft at all. I feel like they just added to their offense and what they needed. Yeah, no, I I really like the Nick Cross pick. Um, And I also like their signing because they got a very good receiving back 
looks just like Christian McCaffrey and Max Borgie. Undrafted free agent signing. Shout out the Cougars. Got to. Got to. Got to. The only reason I don't like the Colts pick, because I have to agree with Cully. I mean, the two tight ends, that's like questionable in itself. Yeah. Like two tight ends. Um why you I mean, you got a running back, just put them behind two tight ends and run the ball down. <laughs> you said the same thing about my 21st century draft, man. And I don't know. It just, I mean, if I get it, if it's a 21st century draft, and like, yeah, you need guys now, but like, you're having two tight ends in a singular draft when you know you have other spots that you can fill, and that tight end, I don't want to say it's one of the more expendable spots. But, like, even the guys they got at tight end, like Jelani Woods, to me, like, I think Greg Dolce's was a better – I think he's a better receiving tight end than Jelani Woods. I think – but, like, like Carter said, if you're trying to run and run behind – Yeah, if you're trying no. to run behind, then it kind of makes sense to me. I don't know. I have mixed feelings about the Colts pick because I do like the Ryman pick at, in the third round. I thought that was great value. But yeah, I, I think yeah, they're just me, trying to run to downhill. Yeah, and that Jelani Woods pick, like, I, I really liked him. I mean – the, the, he, he's a tight end at 6'7", 260. <laughs> um, I, I like his ceiling. He has a lot of potential to be a, a really good, just, I mean, blocker and receiver uh, in the NFL. Like, the the reason why I like the Colts draft this year is it it's like kind of like the opposite of what I said about the Dolphins. Is like, this is a team we talked about that doesn't have a lot of holes. And they said, okay our receiving options, our O-line, D-line, and our safeties are our options. And they just went all in on those positions. Grab two safeties, grab two D-tackles, two tight ends, a wide receiver, and an offensive tackle. Who, who did Cully say? Or well, this was Cully's? And then... The Colts. So it was, it was Cowboys, I mean, Pack, Patriots, Colts, Jaguars, and... Whatever the hell I said. <laughs> Did you even oh, Dolphins? Oh yeah, the Dolphins. Dolphins. Um, I agree with Raiden on the Jaguars one. Like you take Devin Lloyd out of that draft, and it drops to horrible to me. Like Walker's a good pick, but you have the number one overall pick. Of course, you're gonna get someone good, but I think Walker was the worst of the three edge rushers mm-hmm. that you could have taken there. And Devin Lloyd really just save this class because i mean the rest of these picks mm-hmm. i did not like where the jaguars went i felt like their gm went in did all this stuff for the first first round and they said i'm out all right all you assistants <laughs> and interns take over draft whoever you want man <laughs> yeah i mean i i like i like the mula pick i think um i don't know i don't know how he fell because i saw him and i i saw a lot of big boards having him um, in like the 40s and 50s range, um, pretty on par with Leo Chanel. Um, yeah. And I, I think with uh, how well Logan Wilson's playing, just like those Wyoming uh, linebackers, like I, I think I think he can be a good linebacker. I think from watching his film, he looked like he potentially could have been a first rounder. The only thing is. Uh, I think it was uh, he has diabetes, so he has to test his blood sugar every quarter. So I mean that is like a huge that is like a huge durability concern. But I mean just watching his film, just watching his play on the field, like he he looks like a beast. 
Bro, I uh, thought it was funny during the draft because I literally was like asleep and I woke up. And right when I woke up, the name on the board was Jack Jones. <laughs> Jack Jones. Oh, it was an exciting draft, though. It wasn't not a lot of losers. That was tough. Not yeah, no, it was it was tough. It was tough to find the losers. Honestly, um, dude, I think this sucks is kind of more of a loser. I'm not gonna lie. I have a I'd fringe. Agree. Sorry, what you was you gonna Falcons, say? You had your Falcons as one of the winners, but like I want to make an argument for them like not having a good draft. Why? Uh because I mean, yeah, you got a big physical target in Drake London, but like is he gonna be able to separate in the NFL? Because like on film, like with all the other wide receivers on film, you see them open. It's hard. I, I don't see many plays where Drake London's actually open rather than he's going up and getting balls or like, you know what I'm saying? So there's just some separation like concerns for me, especially at the NFL where everybody's an NFL corner. Well, someone, someone that reminds, I don't that like he reminds me of who's a top five wide receiver in this league is Mike Evans. Mike Evans doesn't get that open, but he just wins jump balls, you know? Like he, he probably gets more open than Drake, but, I mean, that comes with time and working against yeah. NFL DBs. Yeah, I understand. Just that, just that eight, this is a kind of tough pick, especially for the uh, Falcons. Um, I guess Ibikite is a decent pick. What's up? I think it's weird, though, because he's like 24, 25, and that's kind of on the older side for a, for a draftee. I mean, it would make sense for a team that's, like, wanting to win now to grab somebody like Ibikite. Ibikite, I don't know how to say his last name, but the edge rusher out of Penn State. And then Troy Anderson, when Nicobe Dean was on the board, was mind-boggling, but everybody's passing up on Nicobe <laughs> I won't take that against them. But then the Desmond Ritter pick at three is just like, oh, really? Because you guys just got Mariota. I guess people don't. Yeah, no, I, every single Falcons pick. I was praying that they did not take a quarterback. Exactly. You know, <laughs> they got Desmond Ritter, who I think is the most inaccurate QB of this draft, or like in the no, draft. No. That got drafted. Yeah. That got drafted. Honestly, yeah. that got drafted. So that one was just like a, I don't know, like if you're tanking, you're tanking, I guess. But um, I don't know. I know that any of their last four picks didn't do anything for me. I mean, D'Angelo Malone out of Western Kentucky had a freak combine, but played at Western Kentucky, so it was just, like, question marks. I don't know. For a team that needs pretty much everything, I feel like there's players on the board that were just better value at those spots, but that's just me being hypercritical because they booted Marcus to the side. (laughs) Yeah. Because Ritter and then Ritter ran five four, uh, four five four in the combine, but I promise you his in-game speed is nothing compared to Mario. I promise right. it's no shot. Well, that's true. That's very true. Daniel Jones. I don't think he automatically gets to start. They got him in the third round. They're gonna battle for it. There's no way he wins that battle. Like if he wins the battle, like it's rigged against Marcus. <laughs> I think I think uh, the only way that Ritter plays this this year is if Marcus gets hurt. Yeah. I think they signed Mark. What's up? Oh, I said I was gonna ask you finish whatever you're gonna say. Oh, uh, I mean they signed Marcus to a two year contract. 
um, they at least had to have let him play out one of those years. So, yeah. But what's up? I felt like a winner. Those two felt like losers. How do you feel? Um, okay, so <laughs> after the first day, after the first day, I felt like the biggest loser on the planet. Um, I thought taking Quay Walker as the first linebacker off the board made zero sense to me. I had my linebacker big board was Devin Lloyd, Nicole Dean, Leo Chanel, Chad Muma, and then Quay. Maybe even Christian Harris over him. Um, but, I mean, I guess the fact that Nicole Dean fell uh, made me feel better about us, like, us not taking them. Um, and then, like, I, I went back. I went back to the tape. I, I watched the. I watched some highlights on Quay Walker. I mean, all the analysis on him is accurate. Like, he's very athletic, um, and the biggest reason why he wasn't like projected so highly is because Nicole Dean was his puppet master, and I think developing alongside guys like Devondre Campbell, who just won an All Pro. Um, Preston Smith or Sean Gary, I think he'll be able to uh, become a, a decent linebacker. Um, but at 22, I, I was very disappointed. Devontae Wyatt, though, was a great pick at 28. Um, mm-hmm. the, the cycling of, of Devontae Wyatt, Kenny Clark, and then Jerron Reed, who they signed in the offseason, is going to be a deadly like duo, trio on the, on the interior. Um, and then they totally made up for it, uh, trading up to get Christian Watson. I'm sure Aaron Rodgers was happy seeing that. Yeah, what were the, the Vikings GM... doing? How do you <laughs> they, trade they that to the they made, they made two in-division trades. I don't get it. That's ridiculous. <laughs> like, that's kind of like an unspoken rule that you need to have uh, in the NFL. Like, unless but, you're I mean, robbing a... them, like absolutely <laughs> robbing them of picks. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, no, I was I was so happy, and I'm sure Aaron Rodgers is happy. Like, I mean, that's the biggest reason I was happy is because I'm sure Aaron Rodgers was. Um, Christian oh, Watson is the guy. He's still the man next that, year. Don't worry. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but he was the guy that everyone was like pleading the Packers need to take at 22, and they got him in the second round while still being able to take Quay Walker and Devontae Wyatt. Um, I I was pretty happy. And then they all, and then they also drafted oh geez. and then they also drafted um what's his name Ryan out of UCLA John Ryan John Ryan out of UCLA he I mean uh hold on let me just pull up stuff on him I I really I really like this pick um the way that everyone was talking about him is that. He just needs a little refining, and he'll be that dude. Uh, he's 6'5", 321. Uh, like, that, that's a pretty solid dude. And then um, they have him playing tackle and guard throughout college, uh, which is perfect for the Packers O-line because there's so many injuries, like, constantly. And that's also um, Elton Jenkins' role as the tackle and a guard. Um, so I think he'll fit well into the system. And then just, like, all the, all the other little picks that they had later in the rounds, like, it made it made me feel a lot better about taking Quay Walker at twenty two. <laughs> I think so. Quay I Walker don't. I don't. 22. Quay Walker at twenty two. As the draft kept on going on, 
it kept on getting like a better and better pick because Nicole Dean wasn't going, you know what yeah. I mean? So just like kind of, it was like affirmation that, oh, he was like the more yeah. freaky out of the two. Exactly. Imagine the Kobe Dean falls to them at 92 as well. That would have been ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know how that would have gone. That, I, <laughs> that would be have Wyatt. You wouldn't, yeah, but you wouldn't be able to have them all on the field at the same time, or at least year one. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't feel like a loser. Um, I don't necessarily feel like a winner. Huge winner. You gotta um, feel. Christian like Watson is honestly big winner. It changes like everything. But it's not huge. It just wasn't a huge win. It was just like a good. Yeah. Win. The, the <laughs> only thing is, Christian Watson had one of the highest drop rates in college football at, on an FCS team. Um, so that's definitely something that needs to be addressed. But Devonte Adams also had a very. Uh, high drop rate his first two years in the league and look where he is now um so i think anybody developing with aaron Rodgers throwing them the ball uh, i think that's that's a huge handicap uh i think i think i think it's gonna pay off but just just in the now uh, i mean i would i would have felt like a complete winner if uh the packers maybe traded up to get jameson williams instead of letting the lions do that uh, I can't wait for the for Aaron Rodgers to get that Matt Stafford Stafford type of treatment from his receiving core, bro. <laughs> I, I think Aaron Rodgers might have his highest interception season this year just because the ball's oh, gonna be going on. through his guy's hands. He's gonna be tipping it. Hands. Yeah, be- <laughs> Matt Stafford dealt with that that on the Lions when he didn't have a receiving core, but I mean, I, I'm looking forward to it this year with the Packers. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, with the with the Lions emerging as the, uh, I mean, they're they're looking good. And then, we're like we're like two or three years out. I I'll, I'll agree, but I like that yeah. two or three years. When we when and we then, get there, it's gonna be scary. And the Bears also stacked up their uh, secondary with Kyler Gordon. I'll be that rookie um, receiver on the Lions in two or three years. That's why. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> and they got Jaquan Brisker. Yeah, Jaquan Brisker. <laughs> Yeah, and then the and then the Vikings also got Lewis Seen and Andrew Booth. I mean, it just seems like every team in the NFC North is just preparing for Aaron Rodgers to throw all over him. So, yeah, sure. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I like I uh Cully. I I like your Seahawks picks in the second round. I thought Boy Moffitt was a good pick. Uh, Kenneth Walker, and then I'm you guys just, did. And you guys ended Cully's up. just happy they didn't take Malik Willis. Yeah, that, that is. <laughs> That is big, but I I love Walker. I just Booth was there. He went right after. I, I think Booth is a lot more value there. I think. I mean, so. that's just me as a Hawks fan. I, I I miss the defense when we when we run the defense. I don't think our offense is anywhere close to where it should be. I don't think we should have addressed it this year. They're tanking, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I thought I'm really yeah, disappointed we didn't get Booth. No, and I mean, I, I I said that I liked the pick of Kenneth Walker just because I thought he was the best running back yeah. uh, in the draft. But they have Chris Carson and Rashad Penny uh, emerged as like, yeah. a, like a breakout. They're not even giving Rashad Penny a chance now. Yeah, like he had a, he had a breakout season. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm assuming that they are like trying to go about the season as if Chris Carson is going to get hurt as he does every single year. Yeah. Um, and I really, really would have liked yeah. so. a Chris Carson <laughs> ship off. I, I, I wish we got rid of him for some value and then took Kenneth Walker, but we didn't. 
Um, Cause now we have three, I guess B tier running backs rostered currently, which nobody you have two B tiers and a dude who could be an A tier. Yeah, it could be an A tier or he's injured. Um, <laughs> I mean, everyone gets injured on that Seahawks team, so I mean, we'll see. Um, yeah, and then I guess Russell another Wilson team, didn't ex- escape it. Yes, he did not. Another team I wanted to talk about was the Browns. Kind of, um, they were trying to ship off Baker. They couldn't, and then they had, what, limited picks? I feel like if they could get Baker off their roster for some value, they could have had a much better draft, I guess. Take, to get Baker off for a pick next year, that's what you got to do. Yeah, just waste a season. With no, but the, the You're wasting a season is... anyways. Deshaun Watson's probably going to get suspended from six to eight weeks. Yeah, that's fair. The, the, only, the only thing is, is – um. Baker Mayfield's. I mean, they they picked up his fifth year option, so they owe him eighteen million this year. But that's eighteen million to a player who's not going to play. Yeah. Well, don't don't move him. I pre- I guarantee you they're moving him before before season starts. They just don't want to cut him. Because I mean, the the Seahawks have said they're not trying to sign a veteran uh, quarterback, and um, I I I don't see anywhere else that he would go. Matt Ryan. I don't, I don't know. Shits the bed. I can see the Colts trying to just squirm in week four, trying to get Baker on their team. <laughs> or even even the Commanders, though. Yeah, I no, can see the Commanders. Way, no, but either way, the the, the Browns are gonna have to they're they're gonna have to pay him by by training camp, or just pray he gets hurt. <laughs> like, I just hope he doesn't end up on the Seahawks. The, yeah. Pete Carroll's already said that he doesn't want a veteran quarterback. There we go. He's already sure he's that, that, so. Honestly, Brady, he's like probably specifically talking to Seahawks fans and being like, "We don't want Baker." <laughs> yes, yeah. that's exact. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. I was gonna say because we're Thank we're you. rolling with two really like old veteran quarterbacks right now, especially Geno Smith, who's kind of old now. Drew Locke's not uh, old. Geno Smith is like thirty. I said Drew Locke's not old. Oh yeah, Drew Locke's not old. Yeah, yeah, Drew Locke's young. But right now we're rolling with Geno Smith. So overdrew lock. That's what I've. Oh seen. God! Y'all give it hey, up. I, I want to give Drew Lock a chance. I want to give Drew Lock a chance. Hey, I'm happy for Gino though. No cap. <laughs> he just wasn't that good <laughs> last year. I'm not happy as a Seahawks fan, bro. Yeah. All right. Should we get into this power rankings? Yeah. No. Wait. I'm gonna hold up. Um. Send. Send. Send it all. Send all your stuff into into, just like send it send it to us. Are we like doing every, like topic. everybody just reply all and send in? I mean, I did top fifteen. We don't have yeah. to talk about all top uh, fifteen, but I did the top fifteen. We could just talk about like the biggest like movers. No, True. we'll we'll, re- we'll re- repower rank these after post draft. Yeah. Right. I don't know if I there's. Mean, Oh, there's some I mean, on line. Yeah, no, there, yeah, no, mine, mine changed up a bit. Um, but I mean, we can cut this part out if you guys still need to figure figure shit out. Yeah. All right. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I'm game for whatever. I don't know, Carter, bro. I think Kenny Pickett might surprise you. It just seems too perfect. 
you know what I mean? Or seems. I mean, I mean, I understand the history there with Pittsburgh. I mean, you passed on Dan Marino out of Pitt. Now, now you got to go with Kenny Pickett, but <laughs> I don't think this is the right one. That's my take. Oh, did Dev just dip? He just disappeared. How he always okay. does. <laughs> Carter, you talking about the history with Pickett and Pittsburgh? Do you see anything out there? No, with um Pitt and Pittsburgh, where they passed on Dan Marino. Mm. And now oh. they're trying to remake it no, up, but I don't think this no, is the but, right guy. No, but what 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 was this draft about? Just like sticking with your hometown heroes, like. Yeah, that's. I what I like that, think about it. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like that happened way more than. It like, normally does. Yeah, because. I think the thing that really confirmed that for me was Seattle taking Abraham Lucas. Yeah. Because they'd already taken a tackle with their top 10 pick and they go out and grab another tackle who's from Washington. Well, probably because he was still there to be honest. Well, yeah, but like, but like, I mean, that just confirmed it for me because I mean, there were, there were so many of those. Yeah. Even Icky to Carolina, North Carolina. Yeah, Icky to Carolina. Uh, yeah, there was like Carolina. even it, it um, was like eight eight into Detroit. Yeah, no, the, yeah, the exactly. Lions probably just paid off. They probably just paid off the Jaguars to let him fall. <laughs> something happened. Sir, okay, not something happened, but like yeah, I think the Jaguars like literally were forced to not pick Aiden Hutchinson or something <laughs> because yeah, it doesn't make dunk, sense. How that point or something, huh? How come only two days before the draft now Trayvon Walker's the number one consensus? Like that doesn't make sense. This dude wasn't even in my top three going into. <laughs> I gotta get water real quick. I'll be right back. That shit was confusing. Hey, does, does anyone pass the Cowboys after this draft in that division? Um, pass the Cowboys, no. Give him, give him rubs, yeah. Even the command, like anybody can give the Cowboys rubs in this division. Anybody can give anybody rubs in our division. That's the thing with the NFC. Yeah, We're all, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because you guys all suck. Everybody, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad like, you're okay. getting to that. Okay, but you guys have to say this now after this draft. I'm not going to lie, though. You guys have to say this. The NFC East is getting better. No. The NFC North got better than the, more better than the NFC East did. That doesn't make a difference to if the NFC East got better or not. Everyone gets better. It's the fucking draft, man. <laughs> you pick new players. You pick new players. Yeah, you got you gotta you gotta give it like two you can't be saying that the day after the draft. You gotta give it like two, three years before you can admit to that. <laughs> I mean, we're about to do the para rankings literally today, so yeah, I mean, like the Giants, they probably had one of my favorite drafts. The Steelers drafts lost a draft. Are the Steelers better now than they were before because they actually have a quarterback? Yes, they are. Does that mean I yeah. like them more? No, they just got better. And True. like the Jets, the Jets had my bet. Like they had my favorite draft. They were my number one draft. And they are nowhere to be found. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, okay. okay like, okay. do I believe in two, three years they could be a decent, like, 500 team? Like, yeah. <laughs> Um, Zach know, Wilson, Zach Wilson, Wilson. As a Cowboys yeah, fan, the Eagles win the division. You should, you should be scared. Yeah, because Jalen Hurts is competent. I know he is. He's a, he's a winner. He's a winner. He's, 
He's honestly a winner. I wouldn't go that far as to say that uh, the Eagles are going to win the division, but um, I'm I doing will. the most to keep your both your teams off this list with the 15th slot. <laughs> what? He's talking Wait, you talking your team's not in this. What do you mean? I know, but you're talking about the Packers, the Packers, and the Cowboys. Yeah, no, th- thank not thank you, Cully, for defending That's me. Oh, my bad, my bad. The Cowboys ain't on mine. Yeah, the Cowboys ain't on mine, not at all. The but Cow- I'm doing the, the most to keep the mine. Packers off. The Packers. The Cowboys, the Cowboys are on mine. You better not fucking put like the Cardinals over the fucking Packers, bro. I'm gonna be. Whoa, tired. Dave Wolvey's been over the, the Packers. What the fuck? They've always been over the Packers. That's crazy. Bro, you're bugging. Now, are we talking about power rankings? Because I think if we're just talking about who's going to have a better regular season record, maybe the Packers, but who's a better Bro, team? If Cardinals. The, if the Packers play the fucking Cardinals, the Packers are dusting them. <laughs> didn't, they, didn't they play the Cardinals in, like, the playoffs, what, two, three years ago? What happened? Two, three years ago. I was like, I just I just think everything repeats itself. The Packers lost the Cardinals what, Jeff, two, three years ago. Then when, the Packers lost Jeff the Hoops Giannis, two years ago. When Jeff and then they Giannis lost. was still on the team. Where the fuck is he now? Who did they lose to this year? Jeff Giannis is a car salesman. The Niners. Me and me and they the lost to the, and the Cowboys both lost to the Niners in the playoffs. And that's where the Niners are in the top 15. We're, yeah. we're not talking. We're not talking playoffs. We're not talking playoffs. Come we're on. We're talking about now. best teams, and for me, it's who's got the best team. And the Packers, you can argue about their record all you want, but that's regular season wins where you're playing against a terrible division. Oh, let me pull up the same as the Cowboys. Record. Let me let me same pull up as the, the Cowboys fucking schedule right now. Hey, all I'm saying right now. Bottom bottom sixteen. Seahawks Seahawks are by the Lions. Right now, yeah. Yeah. I already said Actually, that. Actually, honestly, I, I can't even like say that for sure. I can't say that what? for sure, but I mean, yeah, I hope honestly. we finish. I'm I hope so we serious, finish lower than the Seahawks. I want a better so quarterback. Serious. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. No rust? No. Last year, if they played at week 16, week 17, with everybody fully healthy on the line, not everybody fully healthy, but like Russ still at quarterback and both teams are playing. That's a close game. I'm not going to tell you the Lions are losing against the Seahawks. I'm not going to tell you the Seahawks. Bro, are we did play them. Kali, every game we lost was close games, bro. We did not get blown out last year. They still lost. Bro, Lions lost. Seahawks. No, no, we suck. We suck. We're not a power. Lions Seahawks was 51 to 29. What the fuck? Are, how is this even a conversation? 51 29. Was this at the end of the season? January 2nd, 2022. Yeah. That's week. That's the last week of the season. We were hurt. I, I'll admit to that. But when we were healthy, we didn't get blown out. No. We're starting running back. Main, main, main offense. Seahawks healthy play. last year. The Seahawks healthy last year. We're a contending team. No. They absolutely the fuck were. Sounds like they you're living in the were. past. Sounds like you're living in the past. No way, bro. You switch those four games, Russ is hurt into wins. Because that Steelers game should have been a fucking win. And we make the playoffs. Hey, and guys, I think is, we can beat Steelers better than the Packers in your mind. Fuck no. No. Steelers <laughs> aren't on my fucking list. Steelers I'm aren't j- anywhere near here. Seahawks okay. are better than the Steelers. Then I guess the Packers that, make that it at 15. That quarterback is Mitch Trubisky. Come on now. Okay. Then the Packers make 15 for me. All right? Fine. Bro, they lost two quarterbacks last offseason. I hate 15. this. Before you put, <laughs> you put the Steelers down. above the Cowboys. That's how I know. That's crazy. <laughs> The Cowboys suck, bro. The Steelers play in a harder division. Cowboys suck, bro. bro. Take, Shut the fuck up. Bro, take your, take your bias. Year. I know you're just salty because the Lions ain't touching this top 15 for the next fucking 10 years. 
<laughs> bro, what do you mean? We're touching in two years, bro. In two Get ready for Aiden Hutchinson's one. career to be a waste, by the way. Bro, t- in two, three years, we're going to be in that top five. Don't worry about it. Bro's having 15 sacks a year, and he's going to do nothing in as, the club. Hey, as long as we tank this year and we get the number one overall pick and we use it on the best quarterback available, we'll be a top five team in three, four years. We'll see. We'll see. All we're missing is quarterback. Don't worry about it. Y'all probably there's gonna a take few, there's, a few de- there's a few defensive pieces there too, but I was we about can to say, bro, the line, the line, the best- one of your best positions. That's the craziest thing, Carter. What is quarterbacks? Obviously, one of your best positions. You just said quarterback is for Detroit. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, no, Detroit is jack shit on the roster. <laughs> Carter, the Lions had the only position better is DJ Hawkinson. I'm gonna cry all the. Dominican Sue, Ziggy Ansa. They had a good team before, but they still and we made the playoffs. And they fucking <laughs> lost first round. You know who else oh, made the playoffs in 2017? The Jaguars. Familiar, what making the playoffs and losing first round? All right, then. Yeah, but the, I mean, like sounds they weren't a top. They weren't a top. Making familiar. a top five, making the playoffs does not qualify you to be a top five team. Making I never said we were top card. five back then. God. You guys are never going to be a top win. five team. Top five win. I said poverty, man. Four poverty, years. Poverty me, franchise. Worry. Poverty franchise. We're going in the right direction, right? Yeah, poverty y'all going to end up taking C.J. Stroud, and he's not going to do anything in the NFL because he's an Ohio State quarterback. Stroud's a dog. I don't know what you're talking about. Bro, he's an Ohio State quarterback. It's already like a red flag. It is a red flag, but I mean – yeah, we'll see with Justin Fields. Well, Bama, Bama, and Bama and Ohio State quarterbacks is a red flag. That's the top two next year. So. Yeah, no, don't worry, don't worry. Once he has his breakout year this year, and he's going to be the number one overall pick next year. Once DJ gets his feet under him and he runs Clemson back into the top place team, and he goes number one overall, we'll have him, and we'll be dominating. I'm not gonna lie. I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this top 50 2023 draft class. There are some dogs. Yeah. This is going to be a good draft class. All right. Can we get into this? My, my list. Yeah, let's do it. I'm ready to go. Wait, did, you, did you send it into the email? I oh, just sent it to another one. Email? Hold on. I'm thinking about no, my no, send it so. I'm on my 15th so can... team right now. I'm trying send to figure so it in rough... the chat, man? Oh, I'm on my phone, bro. Oh, shit. I'll, I'll drop it in the chat. <laughs> no, 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 fuck the chat. Fuck the chat. Email it, bro. So I yeah, facts. No, nah, let me. I could. Uh, y'all make uh, Fuck. Just attach it to the to the thread that I replied to it on. Yeah, bad, 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 bad. I just sent the new one. Sorry, guys. Bruh. Reading Yamasaki <laughs> reply. Oh, you're going to send a new one? I actually already sent it. Okay. I'll oh, where is it? Should be coming through any second now. There. Yeah, I get shit. My bad. I got it. I got it. Okay, I'm just gonna send it to ratings. What? Reply all, nigga. I did. No, I did, but I sent it to a different one. Dev, where's your stuff? I just (laughs) sent it. Okay. Bro, I'm getting eight different emails from Raiden currently. <laughs> baby dev. Yeah, baby dev. So weird. Dev, what did you reply all to? I'll send mine real uh, quick. The no subject. Where's the reply all over there? 
Raiden, we have similar lists. I mean, I feel like that everybody fuck, does. That's brutal. That's yeah, brutal. everybody does. That's brutal. Why? Why are there five different emails for me? Huh? What? What? I'm, <laughs> scroll, I'm scrolling through like four. Why am I still uh, getting emails? I don't know, Kali. You're. I don't, where's your? Carter sent it three times to me, bro. Oh, this fucking guy, Carter, got the Browns above the. Uh, <laughs> are, we, are, we, are we? Are we power ranking on if they're like based on their roster right now? Are they one of the best? Are we power ranking on how they're gonna do this season? Like, are we saying? Know, are we predicting bro, the season? Or are we saying who's the best team? I mean, power rankings is just who's the best head-to-head matchup. Who's winning? Yeah, that's and like, are we talking about like? Because if you're talking about the Browns, where Deshaun's gonna be suspended, that's a different story. But if we're talking about a health, like of un, like okay, he's playing. Deshaun's no, healthy. Deshaun's healthy and he's playing. You're supposed to have thing, a with this. Here's the thing, bro. I put the I put the Browns. Where did I put the Browns? Where the fuck did I, I put the Browns? Where the fuck did I put 15, the Browns? Eleven. I, I put them at eleven because the like. I mean. That was not knowing. That was not knowing if Deshaun Watson was going to be there. If I know Deshaun Watson's playing, I'm putting the Browns up at fucking like like seven. Yeah, then put them where you think their team belongs if everyone's playing. Like, yeah, no, I mean, I'm I'm gonna keep them at eleven. Oh yeah, I think if Deshaun Watson's playing, yeah, you think you have? I think both you guys have them at the right spot. Deshaun Watson's playing. Yeah, if he's playing, I was looking at it, and he's going to be playing at some point this year. So if they run into a team week seventeen. Week six. I don't, week I don't know, bro. They just they just suspended Trevor Bauer for two years. That's crazy. Yeah, that is fucked. That was so fucked. Crazy. That kind of pissed me off. It yeah, no, that really pissed yeah. me off. I was looking forward to going to the Dodgers games this this summer. Fucking horse. Kelly, did, did you send yours yet? Yeah, I sent it like three times. Into the same thread. See, I don't. I'm not on the same thread. I have four different threads. <laughs> I, I, mine and yours, rating are in the same, but I have Devin's and Carter separate. I don't know. I'm looking at Devin and Carter's and mine all in the same thing. I don't see yours. I'm not looking at Where is yours? I am not Cody, where's yours? All right, let me send it again. Let me send it again. Nine time, bro. God no, damn. reply all to Carter's. I did. I replied all to two different threads. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think you're just replying only to me because I see all your emails here. I'm oh, pl- no, no. I got Cody's. Yeah, it's just Raiden's goofy yeah. ass. No, it's my oh, ass. <laughs> no, nah, I got it now. But okay. like, oh, Kelly, I don't, I don't like got it. it. Can you send it again? <laughs> Dog. 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 All right. Dog. I mean, let's go similar towards the top. Yeah. I mean, Why did I get another one? All right. So, oh, this shit down. This shit down. Let me talk about this. We're going to go like tier one, tier two, tier three, right? Yeah. I mean, or we could just rank them, call out people's rankings, man. I'm calling. No, but it's it was so it was so much more efficient. It was so much more. Play. It yeah. was so much that's more. Today, you think that's too what low? Yeah, Wait, it was so low. much more. I don't know. I have them at seven, but no, both of you, both of you guys. It was, it was, Carter, 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 it was it was it was so much more efficient when we went by tiers because. It didn't turn into an all-out argument if we had one guy at three and one guy at five because they're still in that tier one. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, uh, yeah, they're in the tier, but I think that there's arguments about how we feel about teams, you know? 
Yeah, no, but like ultimately they're still in that tier one where they could realistically win the chip. So. Yeah, but y'all okay, but that's still an argument, anyways, because y'all have no, but like, no, but like, yeah. no, but like, no, I'm not talking about the Chiefs specifically. I'm just talking about uh, how we're gonna talk about this. Oh, so I'm just excited to jump into this argument about the Chiefs. You don't have the fucking Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, Raiden. What? I don't. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh, wait. Why did? I, oh my God! I thought they were the fucking. I thought they were the Titans. You don't have the Titans. Uh, you didn't have the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I took. No, the Eagles. Like, I the Eagles yeah. deserve it. The Eagles no, deserve it. I don't have the Titans either. I don't have the Titans. I don't have the Titans. No, it's uh, not the draft. No. They got AJ Brown, bro. They got their draft was fire. Their draft was fire. Who was their wide receiver one before AJ Brown? Think Devonta about it. Smith. They have Devonta Smith and AJ Brown. Yeah, Devonta Smith is a great. Come on. All right, too. I actually like that. Hey. hey, switch the Packers with the Eagles on mine. <laughs> Dog, there's no way, dog. There's no, there's no way, dog. Switch the Packers with the Eagles. I like that. Marty, you have the Titans? You have the Titans at eight? Yeah, yeah. And the Ravens at, what, ten? Is that ten? One, two, nine. I got Ravens at nine. Goofy, you could have numbered it. He said goofy. Goofy. <laughs> but the Cardinals are there, too. It's numbered on mine. You You're know? bugging. All right, let's get into it. Let's get into let's it. Get into it. Fuck, All right, start so the two, fucking episode. Again. Okay, oh, this is a whole different episode. All right, or is it? I don't know. Hey, yo, it's the podcast coming at you live with another episode of the Show Me Your TDs podcast. Um, today we'll be talking about post draft power rankings. So this is exciting. A lot of us, <laughs> a lot of us got some bullshit on their list because mine's the true list. You already know. I don't know if you can say that, bro. <laughs> Oh my god! All right. If you if you want, if you want to call it bullshit, Carter. Okay. Does everybody does everybody want to go through and just name their their top top teams? We'll get that out the way. Best team in the league. Yeah, we go down the list. List them down. We'll do the yeah. whole list. Yeah, so people know your list. Go down. And and then just know just know what you, what your tiers are. All right. We'll just go tier one. Tier one. I got the Bills, Rams, and the Bucks. Super Bowl contenders. Um, I got the next tier is probably. People who have a shot at the Super Bowl, definitely conference champions. Um, Chargers, Ravens, Bengals. You could toss in the Broncos and the Chiefs there, maybe. Um, and then playoff competitive, I'll probably say are the Dolphins, Raiders, Packers, Eagles. And people who will sneak in are the Niners, Colts, and Browns. All right. Um, my tier one, I got the Rams, Bills, Chiefs, Chargers, and Bucks. Um, tier two, I got Bengals, Titans, Broncos, Ravens. Tier three, I got the Colts, Cardinals, Browns, Niners. I guess Dolphins and Eagles have to fit into there. But, like, I'd say that they will go more into tier four with the two teams below them, with the Dolphins, Eagles, Packers. Yeah. Packers are off my list. That's, that's like, my 16-17 team. I will <laughs> the team that could jump is on um, the Saints for me. I think they could jump onto this list, depending on how Jameis' LASIK does, you know. Right. We'll get to the jumpers. We'll get yeah, to the jumpers. Yeah, we'll get to that later. I'm going to go ahead and list off mine. I got in my first tier. I'm going to extend it to four teams, Chief, Rams, Bills, Bucks, two uh, uh, for each AFC, NFC. Then in that second tier where I think they'll make the playoffs and make have a chance to make a run is the Chargers, Bengals, Niners, Ravens. And then into that third, I got the Broncos, Packers, and the Cowboys. And then that bottom half of the 15 or the bottom 
fourth to the fifteen, I should say. I have the Eagles, Cards, Colts, and Miami. Oh my god, y'all, y'all got me tight. Y'all get me tight. Put on. All right. So my in my t- in my tier one, I got Bills, Rams, Bucks, Bengals, Chargers, and Ravens. I got six teams in my tier one. Um, tier two, I got the Chiefs, Broncos, Raiders, Packers. And then in my tier three, I got the Browns, 49ers, Cowboys, Eagles, and Colts. Okay, okay. All right. All right, so should we should we talk about tier one first or tier two? Tier one, Cully, why do you why do you have the Ravens in tier one? I also got the I also got the Ravens in tier one. Last year the Ravens dealt with a lot of injury. Lamar's the same guy. They upped the defense. I just I like I like the Ravens. Always have. I think they win that division this year. Um, it's going to be competitive between them and the Bengals, but I think they take it, and I think they definitely go on a run. At the moment right now, I think they could beat the Chiefs. You think they could beat the Chiefs? I think they could beat the Chiefs. You think they can beat the Bills? No. Then I think the Bills are the best team in the league. All right, y'all, y'all want to hear my justification? Because, uh, I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't know what Cully just said. I was – that was stupid rate and go please yeah no okay so all right so the ravens they debatably had the best draft this year um they they harbaugh he prides himself on his defense and that's exactly what they did in this draft they went out and got um probably the second best player in the draft Kyle hamilton um they also who who else did they grab linden bomb they, yeah, they, they stacked up they stacked up that O-line. They got Linderbaum. They got Travis Jones up in the middle. And then, like, like yes, they lost Marquise Brown. But the Ravens, they have always been a pass or a run-first offense with Lamar Jackson on their center. Um, the entire passing well offense is Mark Andrews. And, I mean, they he did, they, gets the job yeah, done. They, yeah, they did well last year. And that was without J.K. Dobbins. That was without – that was yeah. That was without J.K. Dobbins. That was without Lamar. That was without Marcus Peters. They added I Marcus know. Williams, and I mean, the, and then this draft really just like beefed up that defense, yep. um, and solidified that O line. Go Carter. So there's no receivers there, bro. They don't have a receiver. They, they, they don't. don't they, they don't need receivers. Oh, hey, 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 wait, move on. Wait, they don't need receivers. Just, just, wait, first we gotta offense. hear you. Carter, Wait, yeah, no, no, tier, tier. All I, I, I want to hear, all I want to say is, so they're able to be a tier one team without a receiver because they're a run first offense. But the Titans aren't on your list. They're a run first offense. Why do they need a receiver? The Colts, so, the Colts are low on a lot of your lists. And why do they need a receiver? They're a run first offense. Lamar. Yeah, that's, Lamar. The, that's the answer. It's Lamar. And that defense. It's, it's Lamar, Lamar and the defense. Does, does Lamar and, and that run game run for more yards than Derrick Henry and the Titans do in a season? When Derrick Henry's fully healthy, no. It's, it's but what, they don't, they don't also have the defense to rely on. And Lamar is one of the best playmakers in the league right now, if not the best. He can, yes, he can at any moment go for five hundred yards or run for two hundred yards each game. I'm not saying these teams should be above the Ravens. I don't have them above the Ravens, except for the Titans. Now, I mean, I do have the Titans. I love Derrick Henry over there, and I I like the Colts defense. What's wrong with the Colts defense? It's just they, not. They, I, they I think they the Ravens need a weak point on the Colts defense. I'd say the Ravens secondary is better. The Ravens secondary is better. The secondary is the front seven. No, I would just I would agree that the front seven of the Colts is better, but I think the secondary is better on the Ravens. They just added a better quarterback in Matt Ryan. They missed the playoffs by a game last year. 
They were a playoff yeah, well, team that, with okay. Philip Rivers. And, I mean, why didn't okay, any well, receiver? Not... Jonathan Taylor came into his own. Okay, well, Offensive not... production on the Ravens is so much higher. And, and, and also, also, we can't really say that Matt Ryan is a better quarterback than Carson Wentz. I don't think it's an upgrade at all. I think, like, yes, Jonathan Taylor. You're in the same tier, step, if anything. Yeah, if like, anything. Jonathan Taylor, like, yes, he, he takes a step forward. But, I mean, the, the same Ravens. Same tier as players, but as a passer. Yeah, yeah, just no, a true l- passer l- l- listen, you listen, have, bro, Listen, bro. Listen, bro. <laughs> listen, bro. The Ravens, they were super banged up last year. They were missing their number one corner. They are missing their number one running back. They lost their quarterback for most of the season. And they still almost made the playoffs. They added, they added another great corner. They added a safety, and then like they get J.K. Dobbins back. I think with, I mean, Rashad Bateman. Like, yes, he may not be a receiver one on most teams, but you don't need a receiver one on the Ravens because like Mark Andrews, he's basically a receiver. But Lamar Jackson, he doesn't excel when he's like throwing the ball. It's when he's free to just do whatever he wants. When you have J.K. Dobbins back there, a very viable running back, that just opens it up for them. So instead of is he going to run or is he going to pass, it's is he going to run or is he going to hand it off or is he going to pass to Mark Andrews? Like, and then and then like they added Tyler in the barn, which really just solidifies that protection for Lamar Jackson. The only thing is for me for the Ravens is that I really find it hard for them to find success all the way throughout the season, especially when teams are going to key in on the run against them. Because literally the only receiver that, I mean, as of right now that we know about that you have to worry about on the Ravens is Mark Andrews, and that's the tight end. So well, we've seen Rashad Bateman for one year. I mean, he's going to get to see into a wide receiver one role right now. I think he's I'm, not hate, I'm not but hating he's too never much on the seen, Ravens thing. I just don't think they're going to push him in the wide receiver one if he's never even like. Well, I mean, he has to be. He has to be wide receiver one now. Is he? Is Mark Andrews? Travis Kelsey to you? Is he even I on think that same team? Last season, Mark Andrews was the best receiving tight end in the league. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Travis Kelsey is only better because he's a better blocking tight end. But Mark Andrews is the best pure receiving tight end. Absolutely. I can't say anything. I can't say that. that. I didn't draft Mark Andrews last year and he put up numbers for me. So I'm not going <laughs> to go against that. I'm not going to go against that. But um, I, gar- I, I guarantee you with Tyreek gone, like Travis Kelsey has a better season than Mark Andrews. But yeah. I, I mean, receiving tight end. he's going to get more of a workload. Yeah, he's going to get more targets. Which is what Mark Andrews has been that, seeing. That's the only reason why he was a better receiving tight end. Than so you Travis can't come Kelsey. at me and tell me he's a better receiving tight end. I think I think he is. I think he, he's purely a receiver. That's why. And that's and what, I mean, he does it very well. My argument isn't so much of why the Ravens should move down on your list. It's why when you make that argument for the Ravens not needing a receiver, why do the Titans and Colts fall so far? It's because use the same they don't. Argument. It's because it's because they don't have Lamar Jackson. They don't have that. You don't running need Lamar Jackson from the you, have... you, but you do. You do. It's you do. we just first we just ranked no, running backs, and we just said they had the two best running backs by far in the league. They do. So no, but the thing, the, but the thing is, it it's, there's a, there's such a huge difference from yes, the quarterback always has to hand off the ball for them to, for it to be a run. That doesn't have to happen on the Ravens. Lamar Jackson can just take off whenever he wants. And he's proven to be uh, an elite runner as a quarterback. And then my thing for the Colts is Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan might be on the same level tier-wise, but who's a better passer? Who's a better thrower of the ball? Matt Ryan is by far. Lamar Jackson. 
No, then Carson Wentz. People, people under. Oh, between Carson Wentz and yeah. Matt Ryan. Okay, okay, Matt Ryan. Yeah. No. Now you like Carson Wentz. I don't think was a good fit for the Colts. See, you have a now pocket passer where you can run RPOs and play actions with Jonathan Taylor, and his only job he doesn't have to make big plays. He doesn't have to be the best quarterback. Now you have Jonathan Taylor RPO it. He's more accurate. He's gonna get the ball to Michael Pittman them better. So I, I don't. And I like what Raiden was saying is the drop off between Lamar and Matt Ryan is so much more substantial than the drop off between Jonathan Taylor and J.K. Dobbins. And I and I and, and I, I also uh, I have the Colts below the Ravens. I'm just saying, yeah. why do you guys have the Colts so much lower when y'all are arguing wide receivers don't matter when they have these Lamar Jackson offenses? Lamar Jackson matters. All right, we can move on honestly, because like I think both you 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 think that Lamar Jackson. I mean. Not that Lamar Jackson isn't the X factor, but that the Colts I think Lamar have... Jackson is the X factor. But I think that when you're looking at running offenses, you, wide receivers don't matter as much as they do, and that's why I have the Titans and the Colts as high as I do. Okay, well, we've yeah, seen it multiple no, years in a row. The Titans have taken the one seed. When you and if Derrick Henry was healthy, I do think that they go farther in the playoffs. Well, yeah, okay, okay. Like that. I, I, I want to, I want to move on from here, but I'm just gonna end on this. It's because the, the reason why I think that the Titans get the number one seed is probably the same reason why the Cowboys and the Packers have such a good record every year. It's because they're playing two teams a year that are not going to get any wins. Um, so, like, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you so, can talk um, about that, but going back to it, just last year, they blew out the Bucks. They beat the Chiefs. They beat all the best teams throughout the playoff, throughout the regular season. It's not just getting those wins every year. They're beating the top teams when they have Derrick Henry healthy. That's why they're a top 10 team to me. And another thing I don't like about tier one for you, Raiden, is I don't like the Bengals in tier one. We mean why? I can understand that. Because I think, think, about I it, think if you have the Bengals in tier one, you got to have the Chargers in tier one. Yeah, I think, I think I the Chargers the, are a better team. Chargers. I, do have the, I do have the Chargers in tier one. Damn, nigga, how many? They're teams they're back. They're back to back. I have six teams in. Yeah, Raiders got six but you teams. You have them above the Chiefs. How do you put them above the Chiefs? Okay, so here's the thing. The bank to me, like right now, the Chiefs number one is like who? Juju, who? MBS, Sky Moore, a rookie. Like but think about like, it. Yes, it's not yeah, even about like, the like, like, It's about no, the whole no, room. The, Their no, wide receiver the room got better to me. No, no, okay. The th- no, the yeah. thing, the, the thing with the Chiefs is no. The thing with the Chiefs is like I had the like I had them high when they had Tyreek, like sure. But I was not thinking about like like yes, they stacked up on defense in the draft. They did get Trent McDuffie. They did get Carl Aftis, which is why I put them a lot higher than I did previously. But like Patrick Mahomes goes from throwing to a top five receiver to like, like I don't even know how to rank any of these guys. Their defense is still a big like weak three, point. We, we talked about this. Guys, what's, what's better to have a top, top five, five wide receiver, one top five wide receiver having three guys that are all top 50. Okay. The, top no, but I, I, I don't believe Juju Smith is like, to me personally, I don't believe Juju is uh, like, I don't think he's that good of a receiver at all. Uh, I've seen MVS play. Valdez I don't might be better than Juju. Not gonna lie. Yeah, on, honestly, and I don't even like Valdez Scanling. If like I don't even like him as a receiver, and he was on the Packers. Um, 
They're gonna turn up this year, though. That's the thing. No, it's gonna teams are happen. turning up. So, regardless, so it's the, Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. Regardless, it doesn't matter who he's throwing the ball to. Yeah. Well, like the thing matter. is, like Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is gonna boost you too, but like it's like I I wasn't high on MVS when he was on the Packers. I'm not gonna be any higher on him because he went to the Chiefs. Yeah. It's he's basically he's basically, basically in the same position. I mean, like like Juju. I don't I don't even like him as a two. And like I love Juju. They don't as have a. Two. a yeah, me too. No, I love okay, him so as that's a two. okay. Okay, so that's just where we stand apart. Like, I don't think I don't like him as a two. Your your possible one is a rookie, um, and then I I just like their your one is not a rookie. Two. Your one is Travis Kelsey. Okay, well that, you just talked that, about how Mark Andrews is is the one for Lamar, so I can't. Travis okay, Kelsey so yes. The one okay, for... yes. Yeah, so Travis Kelsey is the one. I still don't like Juju as a two. Uh, your rookie well, you just is said he would be a two behind the rookie, so why can't Juju be the three? <laughs> Okay, I don't like Sky Moore as a two. I don't. I don't. Well, like then you Sky have Baldwin Scantling that can be a two. You got two A, two B, two C. You got a bunch. You got two A, two B on your roster. They're all not good twos. I understand. I, 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 I understand what Raiden's saying. I understand no, what Raiden's saying. One hundred percent. My main, the main thing that I'm talking about, like, I I brushed past the receiver argument because I like I see that it's Patrick Mahomes. Like he's gonna do whatever he's gonna do. That's why I barely talked about it. What I wanted to talk about is their defense. Yep. Like, yes, they did well in the draft, but like Trent McDuffie isn't as proven as Kyle Hamilton. Like, I was high on the Ravens because like Kyle Hamilton is gonna he's like he's a top two prospect, top three prospect. He's gonna ball out. He's proven. Trent McDuffie, don't know how Trent he's gonna McDuffie's do. He's gonna be a better professional football player than Kyle Hamilton, bro. I don't know about that. I don't know about yeah. that. I'm yeah, not, that's a hot take from the I'm episode. Not I'm not going back on that throughout the entirety <laughs> of their both of their careers. I swear. I think Trent McDuffie is going to be a better football player than Kyle Hamilton. Deb, I like your list. You got the Chiefs at one, man? Yeah, I think – I like your top three. I think the Chiefs – I don't know why we're counting them out because they didn't make the Super Bowl last year. That, that's what happened. Yeah. The Bengals beat them once, and then everybody forgot about them or think and they're scrubbing. That's my like, get it. The defense isn't the best, but they're going to improve. Defense is one of those units or one of those things in football that even if you don't add necessarily to the defense, if they're playing together for a longer period of time, it's going to get better. And I think that's proven just by how the Chiefs played throughout the past year. Like their defense was ter- like it wasn't good. It wasn't good at the end of the year either, but it was like beyond terrible at the beginning of the season. And then they slowly brought it up to mediocrity. If you can get slightly above mediocrity and Patrick Mahomes is your quarterback, you're there. You're at the level. You're at that tier for me. Honestly, they they lost the quarterback of their defense. Tyron Matthews, still a free agent. Saints apparently are making a move to get him. They lost him. Who did they lose him to? I mean, I guess free agents. He's still a free agent. He's still a free agent. And it doesn't look like he's going to sign back. So as of right now, he's not rostered. I'm gonna I'm gonna play that as this the the Chiefs don't have Tyron Matthews, and I think that that's a huge hit. Ty, I'd rather have Tyree killed in that entire wide receiver room. So I just don't think they're the same team they were last year, and they were a good team last year. I think they're Despite, a better team. Think, that's the thing. Better team. And I that, think they're and, a better team. You're not gonna make acquisitions or offseason moves to make your team shittier, bro. Everything no, but, they did was to. No, but, time, they, will be but they better. lost. But, but right they now lost. they lost too much still. I yeah, know. I mean, I understand where you guys are coming from, but like yeah, my argument was mostly the about the Bengals. And the reason why I don't like the Bengals in the in tier one is 
we talked about it. I don't know if you guys still agree with it, but how I feel about the Bengals is if I go back and I look at this playoff, the playoffs from this past year, if I simulate the playoffs 10, 10 times in a row, I think that's, I call it a miracle run. I think that's the one yeah, time the Bengals actually make the Super Bowl. Run, and that's why I, I think they're going to get better and you always get better. But I don't, I don't think that they're better than the Bills. I don't think they're better than the Chiefs. And I think the Chargers just leapfrog them. They might not even be better than the Ravens. To, to me, for the Bengals, their glaring flaw was their O-line because Joe Burrow was the best quarterback in the league last year with a clean pocket, um, according to passer rating, PFF rating. Like, he, had, he was the best passer with a clean pocket. And what they did is they went out, they got a center, they got a guard, they got Lel Collins on tackle, they upgraded their O-line. So now Joe Burrow, like, he, like, he was the best passer with a clean pocket. He's going to have a clean pocket way more this year than he did last year. Um, they also were able to retain their quarterback of the defense, Jesse Bates, unlike the Chiefs. Um, Trey Hendrickson is, like, like last, last year, when, they, when the Bengals struggled in the pass rush early on in the season, and then they came to form because Trey Hendrickson – started like getting used to the defense and I think he's going to be a much bigger piece this year than he was last year Logan Wilson is going to take another big step this year um and then they just got they 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 I mean I know I know I already talked about how I don't think players just drafted are going to make a huge impact but they drafted arguably like two of the most pro ready um like corners on like and they they I mean they still have Eli Apple which is he was a detriment to their their uh their defense but like he's still there. Daxton, they drafted Daxton Hill and Cam Taylor Britt two very pro ready corners. Um, so yeah, they didn't lose as much as the Chiefs did. Yeah, their defense only, isn't like their defense has three really good players and then a bunch of other like no players that fill in. Like yeah, but they like, just have a very complete roster. Rest or nobodies, as Flight would say. <laughs> the only knock against the Bengals is their age, honestly. I think they are a complete team. Yeah, like, if I'm going to compare the Chiefs to the Bengals directly, like, yes, Patrick Mahomes, he has an edge over Joe Burrow, but it's only because we haven't seen Joe Burrow with an offensive line. Nope. I mean, like, yes, I'll still give the edge to Patrick Mahomes, but when, but, like, Joe Mixon is better than Clyde. Jamar Chase is better whoever their number one is. T. Higgins yep. is better than whoever their number two is. Tyler Boyd is better than whoever their number three is. Joe Mixon's yes, better Travis than Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Yeah. And then, like, yes, Travis Kelsey is better than Hayden Hurst. But, like, when you look at all of that, like, the Bengals' O-line, like, they 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 beefed up their O-line, so they're probably better than the Chiefs is, too. And the Chiefs didn't beef up their O-line? They got Orlando Brown. It's yeah, no, but what what I'm saying is like they signed Alex Kapler, they signed Lyle Collins, like like they they did more. Their weak spot, yeah, like their weak spot was O line. They did they more because it needed to, to be honest. And well, why did why did why did the Bengals why did the Bengals lose the Super Bowl? Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald, and they addressed both of those issues. They beefed Even up their secondary and they beefed up their O line. Still, no matter what, they lost the Super Bowl because they shouldn't have been there. Yeah, what are you talking about? No, they could. 
Bro, it's not, no, it's it, not was a, it was a close game, bro. It's not it's like, a close game. But like, but like, Odell plays the whole time. How can really you say they shouldn't be there, though? And Aaron They're there. You can't just say you address those issues. Nobody's addressing but, Cooper Cup or Aaron Donald. But, but yeah. They address their the, weak points is but, what I'm trying to say. Like, like here, here's the thing, too. Like, you can't – if you're going to argue that the – the Bengals shouldn't have been in the Super Bowl. They lost because they shouldn't have been there. Then, like, like you can make the same argument for the Chiefs because had they changed the overtime rules, you could also argue that the Chiefs weren't supposed to be there. Beware. Yeah, and if the Chiefs weren't in the AFC Championship, the Bills the are Bills, running through the they, Bengals. Like, yeah, but, yeah like, but that's why the Bills are ranked higher than my team. The Chiefs aren't. And The Bengals are higher than the Chiefs, and the Bills are higher than both of them. That's and that's the Bills, the, Bills the, the Bills and the Chiefs are in my tier one, and the Bengals aren't. They're a tier two team. I think the Bengals could uh, beat the Chiefs again. It's just the Bengals didn't lose anything. They only built. The Chiefs lost yeah, a lot. Exactly. And they, I don't think they replaced it uh, sufficiently. I think because of the Chiefs' poor defensive performance throughout last season, I think you guys are expecting the same Chiefs defense just because they didn't add new names. But I think – being in a scheme for a minute really changes things, and I think we're going to see progression out of the – because think about it. Their defense is young. They've been young ever since they won the – like in the Super Bowl, when they won it, they were, the defense was still young. And it's – And we, we agree, only disagree about the receiving core because me and Dev like their receiving core. We yeah, think it honestly too. gets better depth-wise. This is a big loss. It's a big loss. Tyreek's always going to be a big loss, but – if I'm losing Tyreek and I'm adding three guys that when I add them to patch rooms, they're all three tier two level guys. I have no problem with that. Or like second, second option guys that are good. I have no problem with that. I like what they did with their receiving room. Mm-hmm. Carter. And that, if, we agree to disagree. Cause we like, we've already talked about it. You guys don't think their receiving core is good. We do. We think their defense is going to step forward. You guys don't. So yeah, we agree to disagree. We have the chiefs higher. You have the chiefs lower, lower. We're talking. Okay. About so let me, let me play, let me play devil advocate here. Right. If you think if you think Tyreek Hill's loss to the Chiefs was recovered and they're now a better team without Tyreek Hill, how do you how does Tyreek Hill affect the Dolphins then? Do you think the Dolphins make the playoffs? Obviously, he's gonna oh, make the do. team better, my guy. Yes, no, yes, absolutely. But how yeah, much? If you think regular... if you think Tyreek Hill isn't that much of a hit to the Chiefs where they can recover it with a rookie wide receiver, MVS and Juju, then Tyreek Hill shouldn't do that Maybe much of a problem. Just said, that's a three for one though, like but you can't throw the ball to three receivers at one time. That sounds stupid, but Tyreek yeah, Hill is always an option. Every single time either. Tyreek Hill is always an option. Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey was probably the best, is probably the best tight end duo in recent tight end wide receiver duo in recent years. Nobody's gonna deny that. Nobody's gonna deny that. And I don't that. think they recovered anywhere near that. The reason why this helps the Dolphins is the Dolphins added another piece, and they already went seven and zero to end the season, eight and one, I'm pretty sure. They feel the like they're right weeks. there. Yeah. They, they were good. Like, once they started clicking, they figured out who they were. They were good. And now you just add another piece. It's Tyreek Hill. Like, So, wait, what are you trying to say, Cully? Like, I think that Tyreek Hill, is, I guess his role on the Chiefs is far greater than the three receivers they have now. And it's so much greater that the Chiefs are not the same team. They lost uh, way too much. They're not the same team. It's going to be a different team, yeah, but it's still going to be the Chiefs. It's going to be a worse team. That's what I mean by it's not the same team. Okay, if you trade Tyreek straight up for Juju, yes, it's a huge loss. But if you're I'm not even Juju trading Tyreek for Ty Moore, MBS, and Juju. Yeah, I'm not. 
I mean, and Trent McDuffie and all the niggas, bro. Yeah. Like, well, they, you you also lost around Matthew. Yeah. You lose. You lose. Right you lose yeah. Two players huge get older. Pieces. Players get slower. Yeah, honestly, you've probably seen it by Tyreek Kill and and, and as a big Tyreek Matthew fan too, he's lost a step. So it's not he's like lost a step. He's, he's you're getting some otherworldly safety. No, think about it though. Buda Baker right now, I think, is better than Tyron Matthew. Like, I don't. I don't I agree with that. I, I don't do too. Like that. Tyran is a good safety still, but is and he's, he yeah, that playmaker, that guy he was four years ago? I don't think. I think he's lost a little bit of step. He's still a good safety, mm-hmm. but do I think he's an elite player in this league still? No. No. I but 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 a big a big thing too that Kali said is that Tyron was quarterback of that defense. So like, yes, he may have lost a step, but he brings that mental game. He brings that veteran presence that they just lost out on. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like other guys can figure out ways to, or the defensive coordinator got to be the the quarterback of the defense. You still got Chris Jones, and most of the guys they have coming back are like the same players. Like, yeah, it's the same people. That's what I'm saying. Playing like, in the, the same, same scheme guys. on the same team with the same players, you just lose Tyron. Yeah, you don't have the captain to lead it anymore, but you have the same guys who are already there. There's not going to be people making as many mistakes as they did last year. All right. Well, the other four teams in my top tier, you guys all have in your top tiers. So I don't have any other problems with tier one. Let's head into this tier two then, because this is about to get even more spicy. Not going to lie. Yeah, no, this is, yeah, this is crazy. Yeah. This tier can be flipped around any way possible for me. Like, talk about the Titans. Titans. They they could easily move to they could easily be tenth on this power uh, ranking as well as seventh. I just like Derrick Henry. I like what he does. I think he's an unstoppable force in this league. That defense is good. Just, yo yo, just read just read read off you tier two before you get into it. Oh, I mean he uh, he asked me a question. Well, I, mean, got, yeah, that's bad. I got Bengals, Titans, Broncos, Ravens, Colts. Bengals, Broncos, Chiefs, Dolphins. I have Chargers, Bengals, 49ers, Ravens, and the Broncos. I got the Chiefs, Broncos, Raiders, and Packers. All right, wait. This is one question for Dev. I thought you had Chargers in your t- tier one. What keeps the Chargers out for you? Honestly, my tier one was only four teams because those are the four teams that I realistically seeing winning a Super Bowl this year. But, like, if we want to – Cause I only have four teams in my tier one. Okay. Well, I had sixteen. I had six teams in my tier one. So like, so like, no, I, yeah, I, I was yeah. just wondering, like, what kept you to four instead of thinking of the Chargers? Because just purely the fact that I don't think they're gonna, they don't, I don't think, I can't see them winning a Super Bowl this year. I see them as like pretending contenders. You know what I mean? Like how there's like that's valid. That's valid that, about the Chargers. No, that's like, valid. I just show, wanted to hear your like, yeah. They show like flashes yeah. of like being great, but. I don't know if they're going to be able to put it together consistently. Um, I, th- I think the biggest thing to talk about on Dev's list is that he has the 49ers in this tier too. Just because they beat the Cowboys in the playoffs does not mean they're <laughs> the Hey, not only <laughs> beat the Cowboys, though, they beat the Packers. Just because they beat the Cowboys and the Packers in the playoffs does not mean they're a good team. I mean, like, yeah. Well, get- Cowboys and the Packers in the playoffs are the same team, bro. Yeah. It's choke. <laughs> And Man. like I'm not, and like I, I'm not okay. Well, I'm not, I'm not basing this on 
like performance last year. Yeah, me neither. So, no, like, me either. I was just trying so, to make a joke. But. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't think the 49ers lose too much because think about it. The 49ers don't lose too much. That's true. The regular season, the 49ers are a very good team. No, they're a very good team, and they're a good team. I would easily, they didn't lose yeah, too much. I, they didn't lose too much. They pretty yeah, much no. lost. Debo. I have them. I have them just outside That's of the thing. I just, no, but they, they have Debo to say, on the assuming, team. yeah, exactly. Gone. He's rostered. Yeah, so like assuming they today, still have Debo. Yeah. By the when the like the season starts, that's why they're up there. But I can see why you're like questioning me now. If they lose Debo, then that's huge. That's huge. Oh well, yeah, if they lose Debo, they're not in the top today, fifteen anymore. As of today, honestly. Well, <laughs> and, like, well I, I was, honestly, they I still could making... be though. Though to be well, the NFC is weak. That is true. But for I me, for make... the Niners, is the reason why I like I would easily put them in the top ten if I knew what they were doing back there at quarterback. Because I thought for sure they're gonna throw Trey Lance in. I like Trey Lance, and I was like, okay, that offense gonna be completely different. But now with all the Jimmy G talks and they're going to keep him on the team, I don't know what they're doing. It makes me a little hesitant. So I'm going to leave them at 13 for me. For me, the reason why they're so high up there, though, is because they haven't found good quarterback play. And yet they've shown that they compete at the compete at like pretty much the highest level, if not. Because it's not like they're completely out of the game against the Rams. Like they weren't completely out of the game against the Rams. Jimmy G was the kryptonite of the 49ers that game. Like he was like their the poor quarterback play was what kept them out of that game, and that's why. So, question is if if Trey Lance is truly like the guy they drafted, why is Jimmy G still there and in talks? Like because if well, they were like Trey Lance is for sure our starter, I'd be hella confident throw him in the top honestly. ten. If he loses to the Cowboys, then there's no debate that Trey Lance is about to be the starter next season. But the fact that he beat the Cowboys and he beat the Packers, that's why there's a question. But if and and then it's I'm, also they haven't they have him on this huge contract like yeah. they, they 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 you they have can't to trade him but or, if they cut him before training camp they save like twenty something million in cap space when's training camp two three weeks yeah yeah but you you still have to pay a dude you just cut like they're 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 trying to work out trade packages yeah they and are. like if you're already and like if you're already giving this guy this much money like you you gotta and then even even for like the sake of trading this guy. You can't just all outright say that like, hey, um, he's, he's going to be our backup. So I'm trying to ask for a price of a yeah, backup. Exactly. You know, you, you, have to, you have to keep that conversation going. So I'm saying that Trey Lance is already the starter. I made this ranking assuming that Debo was already just not on the team. Because to me, but he's they're lost. not trading him. They're not trading him. To me, they're, they're, they're not, not trading but, him. He's going to be on the Niners this whole year. That's how I viewed it. This okay, well, still... Okay, and he's on the team today. He's on the team today. Here, I still had the Niners ranked above you, even though I thought Debo is not on. I mean, I'm I'm considering him not on the team anymore, just because. Like, whoa, one, I believe in a Kyle Shanahan run offense. Um, like there, it doesn't even matter who they put in that backfield. Like they always produce. Like Elijah Mitchell went off last year. I mean, I'm not sure if he proved to be a true running back one, but like he did well. And I'm not sure how much of that has to do with system or his his it actual play, but but he but yeah, like he <laughs> did well. I'm I'm assuming that Trey Lance because in in the in the few bits that we did see Trey Lance, like he did well. Yeah, um, I like Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. Um, their their all lines stayed pretty much intact, which was one of their strong suits. George Kittle is my my tight end one. Uh, I think Brandon Ayuk is a a, a good. Uh, receiver or whatever but i mean i still like i i have them ranked higher than most of you guys but i still don't see them being in that tier two um tier two as like pretending contenders type thing 
because I think yeah, they were this year, but I think yeah. it for me it depends on like I'm a little iffy with the situation. You're clearly not like because if Trey Lance the full on starter, I'd probably put the Niners above into my tier two above the, some of the teams in front of him. A lot of it, and then like their defense is for me like it's not a question of their defense. It's, for me, it was like pure. It's like. Purely a quarterback, quarterback question for the yeah, that's what it is for the Niners. Like they're right there. They if they had a thing about it though, if they had an elite quarterback, they're right there in the conversation with the Bills, the Rams, the Bucks, the for me, the Chiefs, the Ravens, yeah, you have, yeah, exactly. Whoever you have above them or right now. So like valid. That's yeah, why no, I, I I just didn't understand it because I was under the impression that like Debo was like long gone already. Like I, I, yes, I acknowledge he's still on the roster, but like to me, like he, he's he's long gone. The reason why I don't like, think Debo's going anywhere is because OBG, OBG, OBJ keep making these tweets, and then Debo. I remember I saw Debo's tweet. He's like, he's just getting, he's just uh, what's it called? He's just bored at this point, type shit. So like, there's nothing really going on with Debo. The 49ers are not trading him, in my opinion. I don't think they're trading him unless they get some crazy. First round 2023 from like the Lions or some shit like that. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think they're gonna ship him out for less than what he's actually worth. And I don't think teams are gonna be looking to ship out. I mean, I don't know. Debo Samuel, we've seen what the Niners have been able to do with him. So I can't say he's not a valuable weapon, but I think a lot of his production has to do with the system, to be yeah. honest. Valid. And I also think his trade value went down when he, because he's saying he only wants to play receiver. Yeah, actually, I don't. I, I mean, I don't know. Because you're not uh, the best player you are when you only play receiver. Yeah, think about it. You're only this amazing player. You're only the X factor because you can play that wide back position. That I mean, the the thing is, when I watch Debo play, he, I mean, he doesn't remind me of Michael Thomas, but it's kind of just like get the ball in his hands and see what he can do. You know. Um, and I feel like if that's how you use him, like, like yes, don't put him at the running back, but, like, just find ways to get the ball in his hands. So, like, run those crosses over the middle. Just run, like, these short passes or whatever. Just get the ball in his hands and he will produce. I think, okay, I honestly, know. Debo. He's not in my top ten list if he's not being used. That's just a true receiver. He's not a top ten receiver. To that's me. what makes him. That's what makes him yeah. so, like. That's what makes him good. I did yeah. not talk about Debo as being even an elite receiver until I saw him, what he was doing in the backfield and out of, and as a receiver. I don't, I don't know about because when you uh, how much have you actually seen him play? Because as as long as he has the ball in his hands, he's he he has the most yeah, yards after catch. Yes, perfect, yeah, that's a perfect there, example. There's a lot of receivers that when you get the ball in their hands, no, but he he had no, but like he had the most yards after catch, like as as a receiver. Yards yeah, I understand. That's what makes him good. His yeah. explosiveness once he has the ball in his hands. So the fact that he doesn't want the ball in his hands like anywhere on the field is just like weird to me because that's when you're the best play, the best NFL player. When those ball, when the ball is in your hands. So why would you not want them to use you in that way, unless you're just being a bitch boy? Yeah, like for real. Like for me, AJ Brown is. Most of last season, I think AJ Brown's the same way as Debo is. I yeah, honestly I think he's like him just better. As good as a receiver as I Debo. think, yeah. If you look at my top ten list, if Debo is not playing running back as well, I'm bumping Debo down and probably putting AJ Brown in. Really? 
But as a true receiver, I think AJ Brown runs better think, routes than him. Think about and it. Though. He's think also about great Braden. after the catch. Like, yeah, he was great after the yeah he was great after the catch. But numbers wise, he wasn't doing anything crazy. Debo. Yeah. He well, wasn't doing anything okay. crazy. well, like okay, if we're if we're gonna compare, didn't you have eighteen hundred scrimmage yards? Nigga, it's scrimmage yards. There's a reason they call it scrimmage yards because yeah, he, he had period. he had like twelve hundred in receiving, which is. Probably top ten last year in receiving yards. I think that's wrong. If you know why they count, you know, you know what half of those the half of those twelve hundred yards were the little the that reception right there, the one where Jimmy G gets the ball and shotgun, Debo's running across. Yeah, like he just tosses the ball up in the air. They count that as a pass. (laughs) They count that as a reception. I want the numbers from just downfield routes. Or like like Debo's breaking off all he has to do is. Yeah, like breaking off a corner. There's a reason they scrimmage yards, not reception yards. Okay, so I don't, I don't know. So I mean, I in another episode we can go into it because then I can actually do the research. But just from what I found, so he had fourteen, fourteen hundred and five receiving yards, and he had twenty three catches of more than twenty yards, nine catches of more than forty yards. Um, his twenty three catches of more than twenty yards is was third in the league behind Cooper Cup and Justin Jefferson. Um, his nine catches of more than 40 yards was, oh my God, my computer's bugging. Sorry. His nine catches of more than 40 yards was tied for first with Mike Williams and Cooper Cup. Um, but like, if you want me to look at air yards, like I, I'm sure I can, I mean. No, no, we, we're just talking power ranks. We can do that another day, but yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. That's why I'm saying like, I think we can do that in another episode. Because um, I think we're going too deep into Debo right now. But yeah, we are going way too deep. Let me bring this back. Okay, let's see what else I have a problem with. Oh, me and um, Dev don't have what, the Raiders on this at all. Yeah. You, you, you don't have the Raiders. Have Raiders in, yeah. You guys don't have the Raiders in the top 15. No. No, they don't. Yeah, that's – yeah. <laughs> so what, Devontae, Devontae Adams gets shipped over there, and now I have to believe in this Lord and Savior, Derek Carr, to be a great quarterback? Well, Derek Carr is, is a good quarterback. I don't know why people yeah. think Derek Carr is not a good quarterback. Derek Carr said, is a good yeah, quarterback. Yeah, he never said he wasn't good. He said he wasn't great. I never said he wasn't He made Hunter Renfro a decent wide receiver one in the league. No. Darren Waller no. was injured. He did not, make, he did not make Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro oh had job. over 1,000 yards. He's a football – Hunter Renfro is a football player. You put him on yeah. any team, he's giving you production, bro. He's giving you can't production. Tell me otherwise. Yes, because but Derek, Derek Carr's best weapon last year was Hunter Renfro. You throw okay, Devontae yeah. Adams, by the way, the yeah. best receiver yeah. in the league. Yeah. And with I don't Hunter, think that with... just automatically makes him a top 15 team. Oh, yeah. I forgot. You're a Lions fan. Where you had the best receiver in the league. I am a Lions fan, and I've seen it before. I guess that's fair. That's fair. Devontae Adams at 5'10 and white. Okay? Hunter Renfro is Devontae Adams at 5'10 and white. Why did why we have to compare him to Cooper Cup? Just because he's white? I'm talking about Yes, him, they're the same type of receiver. I'm talking about the red zone action. I'm talking about the red zone receiver. Devontae Adams is better. I'm saying Hunter Renfro is some more similar a receiver, like play style wise, to Devontae Adams than Cooper Cup, I think. I, I don't know. Red. I think Derek Carr is a Derek Carr 4,800 yards last year. 4,800 yards. How many Raiders games did you watch? <laughs> The ones ever on TV. 
Hey, not all of us have Sunday ticket, man. God. No, Derek Carr is a good. I don't. Fucking pricks over here trying to call us out. Derek, I think Derek Carr is a top quarterback in the league. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who you think have money over here. I mean, I I just got to get on that graph for football. I mean, like, I'm not saying that I'm using my money wisely, but <laughs> I'm still broke. I got 41 cents in my bank account, my boy. <laughs> But no, I think I think the Raiders are I think they're in this tier two because like yes tier three were, maybe okay, they're one hundred percent one hundred percent should be in tier three could argue what, tier two what puts the Raiders above the Colts yeah. and the Titans yeah they're okay. complete they're complete their offense is way better than the Colts the Titans the aren't complete the Colts aren't complete way better the offense on the Colts is Jonathan Taylor the offense which, on the Raiders you got Derek Carr. Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Josh Jacobs, and Darren Waller. Like, come on. But the Ravens are complete to you? No, but the Ravens the Titan, have Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is the fucking ex. I hate you guys so much. The Ravens, the Ravens, the Ravens are in a separate category. The Ravens are a separate category. Nobody the runs the offense like the Raiders. Okay. Yeah, there is. We there said is this no power ranking is based your secondary. Stop getting we burned. Said, then we'll see. We said this power ranking is based on like matchups. So you're telling me the Titans and the Raiders go head to head. You're taking the Raiders in that game. Absolutely, absolutely, not a chance. Absolutely, I'm taking the Raiders. Okay, explain to me why, Carter. Explain to me why. Derrick Henry's running it down your defense, no matter who you have on there. The that's all they have. Them. It don't matter if that's all you, they have if you can't stop it. Eric Henry's not going to go off for five touchdowns. Try, watch. I bet you he goes off for five touchdowns. <laughs> he could. He watch could. He could. Watch that happen. But Derek Carr, right? Derek Carr. Hey, Ryan not have Malik Willis. Now they have Malik Willis and Traylon Burke. Shut Malik. I'm taking Ryan Tannehill over Malik Willis. <laughs> Kid, okay. and you have Ryan Tannehill there too. And he, but Derek Carr's better. Derek, Derek Carr is a good quarterback. So Derek Carr in a whole season with – Bunch of his guys, Mr. Der- Ty- Mr. Delaney, what's his name? Darren Waller. Oh, Bro, what's his name? Does it make the playoffs? But Derrick Henry goes down. Ryan Tannehill's the off- offense, and they make it as the one. Because team. running back is a system. It doesn't matter who your running back is. Dante Foreman or whoever the fuck their backup running back is on the Titans, combined with their other running back, for the same amount of yards Derrick Henry had. Tannehill, Tannehill just balled. In, Tan- in Tennessee, running backs are a system. Their O-line is top 10 in the league, and that's why they produce great running backs. Derrick Henry was hurt versus Derrick Henry not hurt. They had the same amount of yards. I'm not going to argue that Derrick Carr is not a good quarterback. He's possibly he's a good quarterback. He's he is great. a good quarterback, and I think Devontae Adams is a great addition for him. I think his stats are good for the stats, but as like a team, team success, team success-wise – you still have Who's to play even their coach now. Who's their like, coach? There's a whole nother side to the ball. They didn't have a coach last season and they just missed the playoffs. Yeah, okay. They made okay, the playoffs Dev, Dev, wild Dev, if, if you want to talk about, like, they, they bolstered that defense. Like, they got, like, so I, I've already stated that I think Max Crosby is a top five edge rusher in the league. All right. And then they also added Chandler Jones, making that pass rush scary. Um, Denzel Perryman, Kyle Fackrell, they're great outside linebackers. Um, and then they also added Rocky Sims this, this offseason. Good, 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 good. good. And then who's their secondary? And then th- huh? The secondary? They added, they added Rocky Sims. 
Fuck the the okay, so just just throwing oh. a few names, just throwing a few names out there that are pretty solid makes your defense real good. So like, I guess no, that but the defense has always been Colts. good. Though. Let me just bring up the Colts. Then you got a top five nose tackle, DeForest Buckner, top five linebacker, Darius Leonard. You got Stephon Gilmore. You got Rodney McLeod. You got uh, who the fuck Russell is on their offense? Even I think Miami. Jonathan Taylor. That's it. That's it. Jonathan oh. is the best running back in the league. But running back in today's have, league have, is not one of the enough. Offensive lines, but it's still just, not enough. It's still not enough. Mike, for the Raiders, yes, it is. It's not enough to win a Super Bowl, but it's enough it's, to beat the Raiders. I think the Raiders, the Raiders are better than yes. the Colts. No, they aren't. The Raiders are one hundred percent better than Kali, the Colts. Kali, listen to your voice, right? Devontae Adams. Say it again, and then Devontae Adams, Michael Pittman. It doesn't compare. Darren Waller. So nobody's. Nobody's Whoever the fuck did Jelani Wood, Matt Ryan versus Derek Carr. Derek Carr is way better. They everything oh, on the offense team. is better except the O line. I put them in the and their O line is good on the Raiders. The O line is solid. Derek Carr is not that much better than Matt Ryan. Bro, Matt Ryan's like thirty six. He's way better than Matt Ryan. No, I don't think he's that. The gap is not that bad. It's not. The gap is not that bad. All right, all right, let's look at. Let's figure it out. I just think the Raiders. Okay, we don't have to go too deep into this. Just power rankings, but I think the Raiders are possible playoff contenders. They could make the playoffs, yes, but the Colts have a better chance. Head to head, Colts are winning. Head to head, Titans are winning. Um, Packers down. You guys have the Packers. I guess we can end on the Packers. The Packers would be the end team win. I think the Packers deserve a spot here. I don't. It doesn't matter what tier they deserve to be on here. I could see them tier three. I don't. I would not put them tier two. I have them fringe tier two, tier three, so like I'm not mad at either. Yeah, um, they're like yeah. my tier three, number sixteen. But I feel like the pa- okay, yeah, it's like I feel like the Packers are going to be good until yeah. you know, the division is yeah. trash. The yeah. NFC is trash. Yeah. the the argument that I'm going to pose for the Packers is, I think we're just overlooking them because their identity is totally shifting this year. They, I think, I mean, yes, you have Aaron Rodgers, who is one of the league's best. He's been the league's best in these past two years. But now they are a defensive-oriented team, and that's just not something we're used to seeing out of the Packers. Um, like, they have – Good thing, though, for you guys. I no, see. yeah, no, exactly. That's why I think that a lot of people are overlooking the Packers because now they're – like, their defense is probably their strong point. And, I I, I mean, I'm not going to go too deep into this, but, I, I mean, I have a strong feeling that um, – the run game could become more involved now that AJ Dillon has another year under his belt. And then like Aaron, that Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon one, two dynamic. I think that could like push that offense into like a direction. It's never been before where Aaron Rodgers finally has a run game. Um, oh. And then like, yes, yeah, you lose Devonte. You, know you lose like Devonte. What's up? Packers are going to be good. Because the run game is going to do good. And then Aaron Rodgers can get mad and trade Aaron Jones and the other running back away for some receivers. The other oh, running back. <laughs> Whatever okay. his name is. To add on to the Packers, I think they are a real sleeper. And honestly, now that I'm – the more that I think about it, the more that I want to put them into my, like, tier one, like, high tier two teams. Just because – be tier I, one. No, but think about this, bro. Just because they lose Devontae Adams, it's like the same. I mean, I know they didn't add three receivers right off bat like the Chiefs did, but, like, it's Aaron Rodgers, and he's going to find a way to spread the ball around. 
he's going to find a way. And if the defense is the identity of the team and, like, supposed to be the strength, how far is the drop-off going to be for the offense compared to that defense? You know what I'm saying? No, they're a tier, tier, tier three team for me. I just wanted to keep them off the list, you know? I don't know. <laughs> they're, they're early risers in my power. But I don't, yeah, I, I don't think they're contenders because I think the four teams, five teams would beat them head-to-head. In my tier one, I definitely healthy, think they could be a bro, tier that's two. That's a tough one. The Packers have a good roster, I think. I definitely yeah, think no, they belong tier three, tier two, where you guys play it's, from. But it's I don't just, know it's just weird. On. It's weird for me even to think about, like, as a Packers fan, because the defense is never really something that, like, they could rely on. And yeah. this year, like, they have the potential to be like a top five, top three defense. That's what I'm saying. Uh, it's gonna look scary, and if the offense is clicking, Aaron Rodgers only throws three interceptions this year. Like what? Yeah, like if Christian that Watson can become crazy. the can if Christian Watson can even reach half of his potential this year, that like all the analysts are saying that he will be. Um, like I think he'll be a viable like receiver one option. Um, because I mean we we we've Which seen half you what happened. For? Half the drops, what? hopefully. <laughs> He's trolling. Yeah, I know. But because, I mean, we, we've seen what happens when – I mean, we've seen how good Aaron Rodgers can make receivers. Like what happened to Jordy Nelson when he left? What happens to James Jones when he left? What happens to Randall Cobb when he left and then came back? Um, so I, I, I think that he'll be able to make the most of the situation and especially with uh, probably like a top three running back duo behind him. I think the Packers will do – all right. That's why I have them in tier two. Yeah. All right. Tier three. Um, we all kind of have the same teams floating around in there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how about teams that aren't on our list but could jump either? I don't want to say just making the list because that sounds. Whoa, but like, hold up. Mm, a team that rose the most in the power rankings from the draft. Lions. I don't think they'll contend for playoffs, but I think in a couple years they will. A lot better than second worst team in the league, I'll say. We're talking about just draft picks or the overall draft? Because the Eagles definitely are the highest mover on all of our Well, yeah, but I have the Eagles in the top 15, though. You know, like, we all reach the Eagles Eagles then. Oh, you want to talk about just greatest movers in general? No, yeah, he talked about that. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Eagles. The Eagles are the biggest mover of all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, the Eagles added – I mean, they, they have a true receiver one now where Devonta Smith can – I mean, last year he was good. Good, not great, and it was because he was the focal point of that offense because um, the, the Eagles, they had absolutely no run game. Jalen Hurts was their run game. Um, yeah, so the Devonta Eagles Smith, don't beat the Cowboys this year, then it just proves Jalen Hurts is not their quarterback. And I mean, they, uh, it's, I can't it's, say that though. I can't because, like, if he's not their quarterback, then who is? Then they just don't they have go a good quarterback. Draft someone else. Yeah, they don't have a good quarterback. They need to go find a better quarterback and go tank, and then go trade up for a good draft pick. To how, but how can you say with a team around Jalen Hurts right now that because he can't beat the Cowboys, he's not the quarterback of the future? Because I mean, well, I the thing, the well, because <laughs> yeah, you just don't. Okay, I know. Okay, personal personal animosity aside, because. Uh, <laughs> Um, the Eagles have a solid roster. Like, Miles Sanders, he's not a bad running back. A.J. Brown being the number one, Devonta Smith at the two, and then the three is – That's a uh, solid one. Goddard, Goddard's com- good. Yeah, Tight a combination end. of 
three, the, the three being a combination of either Dallas Goddard, Zach Pascal, um, Quez Watkins, like uh, that, that's not a bad, that's not a bad receiving core. Their old line is always a strong point on that offense. And no, then I their defense is going to beat the Eagles. They're just going to throw the fucking ball around. No, but their defense isn't bad either. Like, like Anthony Harris. Oh, I mean, sure, but like Darius Slay. Yeah, you have Darius Slay. You have Anthony Harris at safety. Like, you have you still you still have Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox. You drafted Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox. Did nothing for me, bro. Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis and Kobe Dean is huge. Yeah. So Jordan Davis is a fucking freak. Didn't he run like a what did he run like a four that's seven? What saying, though. That's what I'm saying. Though. You're, six, not six? Give, you're not gonna give Jalen Hurts a year two with that defense that, that you guys just drafted. Like, you know what I mean? Like you can't just throw I can't well, it depends see, how I, they lose. Like, Eagles depends, win this division. I'm saying it right now. Yeah, Eagles, Eagles win, win this, division. this division. I'm sorry, Dev. I'm not saying I'm not disagreeing because I he's a Cowboys fan. I don't have I don't, I don't know. Okay. So I could see the Cowboys opinion, still making the playoffs, though. But I think my opinion the- is invalid for this point, but I just – I don't think the Cowboys are good. I don't think the Eagles are good. I don't think the Giants are good. And I don't think the Commanders are good. So anybody can win this division. Sure. No, Whoever wins this that, division wins with six wins. Yeah, no, but I, here, no. I, agree, I agree. I agree with everyone here except for the fa- – because, like, I agree with you, Dev, in that I, I still think it's the Cowboys division. I still think that they have the better overall roster, um, but I agree with the I agree with you, Carter and Cully, in saying that if Jalen, if the Eagles don't win the division, like yeah, it's time to move on yeah. from Jalen Hurts. It's time to move on. I mean, okay, that's fair though because they're saying the same thing about Daniel Jones, so like that's not yeah. a bad. Yeah. And it was yeah. the same thing with Drew Lock as well. Because okay. I think same thing I, they're saying with Tua. As a Cowboys fan, I don't yeah. think Dak is going to win us a Super Bowl. And these are quarterbacks in our division getting ran out the league by Dak Prescott. Think about that. Yeah, no, like no, I, no. I, I, I don't think that the Cowboys are a bad team. Like I, I have them above the Eagles in my, in my rankings, and I think it's because, I mean, like sure, you have Dak Prescott, who is a, a like he's a reliable, he's a not reliable, he's a serviceable quarterback. Um, CD Lamb is going to become that number one dude. Um, you have, I mean, that offensive line is always a strong point. And then they have Michael Parsons, who is going to be a perennial defensive player of the year candidate. Yep. And then they, like, yes, they didn't do as well in the draft as, like, we'd hoped. Because, I mean, if they grabbed an edge, if they if they grabbed some other linebacker, just some other support, like, like decent support around Michael Parsons, then, like, that defense would be elite. But like even without that, even with what they did, I still think that that defense is in good hands with Michael Parsons. Yeah, me too. Um, but I mean, in terms of like risers from the draft, like yeah, we talked about the Eagles. Um, I mean, the Jets had probably like it's one A one B with yeah, me I think for the Jets, Ravens. Jets jump up from this draft more than the Lions. Yeah. yeah. That's um. It's it's still not anywhere near this top fifteen, but it's good, really going to depend on the development of Zach Wilson. Um, but yeah, no, I think Carter touched on it a little bit in the beginning of the episode. Um, the team that I can see breaking into this top fifteen probably the easiest um, 
I mean, that I excluded from my list um, is the Saints. Um, and that depends on how Michael Thomas comes back and how Jameis Winston's LASIK eye surgery went. I, and I think that they could be a top-tier playoff team if Jameis Winston's LASIK went well. Oh, yeah, because that defense, that defense is like, – They're ready to win now. That's why I knew they're, they're ready to win about to go for a quarterback. Yeah, and like if they get Tyron Matthew uh, to replace Marcus Williams at, at the safety spot, I mean, that, that, that defense – That would be, be game-changing. That's rumored as well. Yeah. I mean, and like, the, he's the favorite because Tyron Ty Matthew is from the New Orleans area. No, so that, Yeah, I was just about to say, like, think about it. Everyone the way he plays is home. a perfect fit. The, yeah, exactly. The hometown hero, the way he plays yep. is a great fit for that defense. It's just, like, hard-nosed, like, gritty run after, like, pursuit yeah. defense. So, like, good. So, so, like, yes, they lost Sean Payton in the offseason. They have a new coach. So it's uh, like that's why they're not in my top fifteen, and like there's also the question of Michael Thomas and how he's gonna do, but like, like everything is pointing in the right direction for them. They got Chris. So Olave. Like, I think Chris Olave is one of the receivers that from the from this draft. I mean, that's gonna like pop off. Like compared to like a um, who should I say? Even like a Jamison Williams guy, I don't think he's gonna produce as much as Chris Olave. Even Drake London, I don't think he's producing as much as Chris Olave. I think Chris Olave probably comes out producing the most out of these people in the draft, especially if Mike uh, Thomas doesn't want to suit up. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I can uh, wholeheartedly agree with you on that point, but I think that um, I forgot the about ceiling – But he's on the Jets. My bad. Yeah. I think that the ceiling for the Saints is very high. Like, they have a – they have – a lot of potential to be a very good team, but there's just way too many questions for me to put them on my top 15 right now. I think that's probably why a lot of us have, or I mean, I think yeah. that's why all of us left them off. Cause like, yeah, we don't know what kind of Jameis we're about to see. Nobody does. Yeah. And if we get a 30, 30 season, then they're not going to be a top 15 team. Even if with the 30 touchdowns, like 30s, like, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. If he is able to um, be even half better than mm-hmm. he was on his last season on the books, or even he wasn't even playing that bad yeah, he, when he was yeah, on he, the Saints when before he got hurt. Yeah, yeah that's what I was like, about to say. And he didn't have he didn't have a true number one receiver either. Exactly. His number one receiver was Marquez Callaway and Traquan Smith. And like, Alvin Kamara was hurt too for yeah. some of that time, so it's like he didn't have nobody. It was him and the defense really. 